If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Now launching, now launching the dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Long story long. We're stupid. We are never going to talk sports again. I agree with you. It's done. It's I agree finished. With you. So we've, we've discovered two things on the show today. No more sports ever, and I'm in the market for a new lady. <laughs> That's right. I'm officially open for business. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. <laughs> and I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. Bah! Bah! This is stupid. <laughs> this is man and bone. <laughs> Happy Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. It is tracksuit Friday. Oh, you have the well, tracksuit. For me, suit. at least. Me and Timmy. You and Timmy are doing the tracksuits. Teddy we, and we I. get you a tracksuit. Teddy and I are out on the tracksuits. No, suits I'm right getting now. Teddy one, too. Wow, look at that. Teddy. Teddy, what's your lineage? I know, like, white. Very white. <laughs> yes. I'm guessing British Isle mix. But if you had to assign something. And we can just get USA stuff for you if you want. Yeah, it goes back to basically, yeah, like you mentioned, you know, the United Kingdom area. That's just, that's pretty much. Yeah, where, as where, far as you got. Yeah. Right? How, about, how about Welsh? Can uh, I get you something Welsh? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Yeah, sure. I mean, also, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I'm not, I'm not anti-Welsh, right? I, I, I mean, hope not. No, I'm saying pro-Welsh over here. Teddy, mm-hmm. I'm sure is pro-Welsh. Pro, pro-English too. You know, whatever. We're not taking hey. sides on anything. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> you better be. <laughs> oh, is that the queen popping uh, up? Nope. Just one oh, little okay. Second. I didn't know what that was. Okay, I was a pickleball with Yarmo. She'll talk to you later. Oh, yeah. Well, Yarmo's gonna be pickleballing away. Look at that. What does that mean? We had a nice, had a nice uh, game last night. I'm sure they're all really happy over right, there with how they played too. That's right. There we go. Yeah. Great. Uh, this is the fastest I've ever come on the show before. <laughs> That's. But so, I heard that I was being talked about. Phrasing? Anyway, how are you, Queen? Good to see you. I'm fantastic. Good. I'm I glad. would like to know something. Yes? Why is Yamo Kekalainen in charge of the trade deadline for the Blue Jackets? <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. It makes no sense. Mm, I'm surprised that he is, but you know, it might just be because the ownership here has an even more meaningless role than your fail son does currently in the country I of England. I would like you to know that my son is having an operation on his prostate today. Oh, is he? Well, yes, I, he I wish him well. I hope he's okay. He's having a problem with the crown jewels. I was going to say, does he still wear that during the operation? Oh, does absolutely. He, wear the, he wears the big crown and everything? It's going to take away from his weekend pegging. <laughs> is that the son of the They the both grand? do it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, he learned it from watching Daddy. That's that's when you're on the stick, right? And you're hopping up and down pogo stick? Is that what we're talking no, about? Oh, I thought, I thought you said about. pogo. Although me and 
Viggo Mortensen had quite the pogo match. <laughs> Once upon a time. I didn't know I didn't know it was competitive, Queen, but I'll take your word yes, for it. Pogo and polo. Oh, there we go. There Perfect. were horses involved. I, I so I hear Masters of the Equine. Mm, yeah. All right, bye-bye. Thank you for joining us. I wish you a great weekend there. Hope you do okay with your Wow, we're whatever food it is two you're eating. Two minutes into the show, Ted. That's a new record for not caring. That's a new record. Can I ask, do you uh, do you like the full English breakfast? Uh, not especially. Yeah, same here. I mean, here. I've had it. I don't need beans in my breakfast. They really like They beans. are big on beans. They love beans. And it's like, oh, what do you like beans on? Everything. Bread. Yeah. Bread. I know. Just toast. Toast, toast with, with beans. With beans slopped on it. What a weird combo. I also am not a fan of the blood sausage. Yeah, I once I knew what it was, I wasn't as big of a fan. I, I was like able to stomach it. Taste. I was able to stomach it down. Okay, it wasn't. It was my favorite thing to eat. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Cra- right. I'm not crapping. And I like how it's all. Oh, it's all this disgusting stuff. Not disgusting. No, it's just heavy. Heavy. Very heavy. Yeah. But it's like I need my little piece of grilled tomato. No, right on the plate. What, what are the, What is it? Tomato. Yes, a grilled tomato, which you can thank us for. What do you mean? Oh, did we come? That's up a with new the- world food. Is it really? Yes. I did. I was not Tomatoes aware. were North American food. What was everybody using before? Not No tomatoes. And guess what? No potatoes. No tomatoes, no potatoes. No, that's, that's North American stuff. No idea. Pre-Columbian? They had no idea what the hell was going on. Nothing. That stuff all got shipped back over? Yeah. When the, uh, when the Spanish came through? Yeah, is right? oh, this is pretty good stuff. We should wow. send it back. Thank God the Irish had that or they'd all be dead. Well, that's right. When they had the potato famine, right. that's mean, when a lot of people had, did die, sadly, and eating, had to eaten potatoes. Leave. Right. The thing that we identify with Ireland is an American product. Well, and I know this is not traditionally, totally traditional Italian food, but a lot of people associate things made out of tomatoes. Absolutely. With not just that, with Italy. Spain. Sure. You know, they use yeah. a lot of tomatoes. Greek food uses a lot of tomatoes. That's a new world thing. I had no idea about this. I guess, or if I did, I forgot. Now, it. You the, probably said it on the we, show. And we I do, we do owe them for the proteins. What do you? Because mean? we didn't have any cattle that was brought over. Yeah, but that's not. I mean, well, we had other proteins on the U.S. Yes, people were eating buffalo. That's, that was that's were, right. That was here. We but just didn't were, have their domesticated little cows. There was no cows. There was no pigs. They brought mm. pigs over. We had well, wild hogs, though, right? No, no, no? pigs. No none wild hogs. No nothing. No. Nothing like that. Wasn't here. None of it. That's interesting. No. Shocking. Yeah. I got to say, I'm skeptical. I want to find out more. You be skeptical all you want, but I'm just, I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> I believe that you have read that. I'm just curious of who's giving you info. See, I'm on conspiracies <laughs> now. Jesus. Everything, everything is a conspiracy. I got to know where you got that. Uh, Where'd you hear that from, huh? You know what? Uh, we had a guy today try and access the television station. Oh? Oh, no. Ranting and raving about things. Oh, no conspiracy theories and and uh, ai and for some reason he was talking about qfm oh okay i don't know all right and so we had to send him away and by we i mean the people who are in sure. charge of the door sure. not not me i'm not standing there no but after he was ranting and raving about ai and conspiracies i thought maybe this was your first guest on the show no. that you invited no it's not okay. uh is it so this man was into alan iverson you're saying and QFM. Correct. Good. The answer. That's a different station entirely. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's different. That's praise Man, and worship. We have, well, that, 
are they excited about the Lord or our Lord and Savior, Allen Iverson? Because then I may be listening to that station more. If there's a lot more Allen Iverson talk yeah. on there, I would be into that. Uh, Jackets win 5-2 in Calgary last night. They're in Vancouver tomorrow night. Reports say the Jackets are listening to offers on Line A and Provorov. They should be listening to offers on everyone, and by they, I mean people other than Yarmo. Well, that's, but he's running the deadline. So. I don't understand. This is where I got annoyed when the Jackets at the time said, hey, we are really mad about that Mike Babcock thing, but we don't want to upset the delicate nature of this season because we got a new coach, which we had to hire because we hired the wrong coach. Now we got to hire a different coach right before the season, but... We don't want to upset that by having the guys in the front office no longer be around. Whatever will we do? What do you mean, whatever? You promote from within for the season and give a guy interim GM. There's a million people that could do that over there. Have one of them be the interim GM while Yarmo and JD suck their thumbs and go packing wow. and get out of here. Worried there for a second. And then, and then let that interim GM do some things because they're trying to earn the job. And then after that, we see how those moves go. Maybe that means you should stay. Probably not. But we give you a chance. And then if not, you hire someone to go run it. Anyway, why would you have Yarmo do it is my point. He's done poorly this entire time. He's not done well. He had two to three years where everyone talks about it like, well, if we can get back to that, it'd be success. Back to that was being the eighth seed and then sweeping out inexplicably a team that went on to win multiple Stanley Cups. But other than that, nothing. And so I don't understand how everybody hangs their hat on that. Like, oh my God, this guy almost had us in the Stanley Cup. No, he did not. Your team was not that good. And I don't understand why people treat that era like it was. What's Bill Zito doing? Is he still with the Panthers? I don't know. Wasn't he the GM of the Panthers? Yeah, that's right, though. They Because he was here and yeah, went down he was there. here and then went to Florida. And they got better, didn't they, when that happened? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. yeah. What's Barry Zito doing? <laughs> former, uh, former A's pitcher. That's right. Uh, crazy, I want to say. High. Something. High. Had his issue with the, well, the voicemail. He, he, uh, exactly right. Barry Zito hosted a radio show in uh, San Francisco when he was still playing out there. And he left a voicemail for his co-host explaining why he could not come and do the show today. Mm. Uh, this is the voicemail. Uh, dude, not good, man. Um, so I came down to the Unicorn Club to have some breakfast this morning to see a couple friends. Um, I went downstairs to the stables, saw a couple unicorns down there, but I went up to this one that's my favorite, you know, the one I told you about, um, Powder, and I just started playing with his mane and just braiding it and stuff, and I don't know what happened, the stable manager came in, started yelling at me, freaked out, um, told me that he was quarantined because he had some kind of something, you know, and now I'm a threat to his health, and now they're just like holding me down here. They told me I could make one call, and I'm calling you. Luckily, I memorized your number, which is rare these days. Um, so, dude, I don't know what's going on. I don't even know if I can get to the yard for the game today. It's brutal, dude. So, I don't know. I can't make the show, but I might need you to try to come down here and help me, dude. Uh, you're the only guy that knows where this place is, and, um, Dude, I don't know. Follow your instinct, bro. If you don't see me at noon, just just come down. Dude. All right, see. You. End of message. All right, real question: Did we ever find out what happened here? No. Okay. And I don't want to know. Okay. Because I have Who theories. Who do you have more faith in? Yeah. Running the trade deadline for the Jackets. Yeah. Yarmo or that guy? That guy. Me too. Yeah. Because at least that point, he would probably say, "Hey, I'm 
I'm, he would probably get, I don't know, abducted by a Sasquatch in his brain and be stuck. And then they'd have to say, well, he can't do it. So I only have one of the other people under him who are probably more qualified to do it. That's what we should be doing now, but we're not. Yeah, man. I, he I trades for Sasquatches. Like just big, hairy guys. I like that. That'd be great. You go into the corner on them and they just lay you out. Yeah, that's what I want. Someone who's going to eat your face and then disappear. And never, and then we'll get like rare grainy photographs. I'd like it if all their highlights are also just super grainy. <laughs> Zach Edie on skates. Let's get him. Hey, man, whatever you have now is not working for you. No kidding. All these finesse guys you have. Well, then, I mean, yeah, whatever. I just, I. Well, let's get real let's, gorillas. Let's change it up, is what I'm saying. Let's, <laughs> find, let's find some large people to just go knock everybody out. Let's do that. All right, what's the weather forecast for the games on Sunday, the championship games on Sunday? We're going to tell you coming up next with our friend Jim Cantori. He's going to join the show. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to find a 10-minute slowdown due to some stop-and-go traffic on northbound 71 on the north side between East Broad Street and 11th Avenue. And watch out for a crash at the intersection of Cleveland Avenue at Ferris Road. This report is sponsored by Allstate. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate, not one based on anyone else. So if you drive safely, you could save money. Good to know. Visit Allstate.com or call for a quote today. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. Give me a number, Bone. Well, let's go with two. Call number two right now. 614-821-9710 gets two tickets to see Pink at the shot Wednesday, October 9th. I love me some Pink. Tickets go on sale through LiveNation.com this Friday at 10 a.m., which is uh, five hours ago. Tickets are on sale now. Oh, I see. At LiveNation.com. There you go. How about Get that? Get you some pink. Uh, we have the conference championship games this weekend. I've said this is the last true weekend of football that we're going to have for a while. Super Bowl is its own thing. Um, the weather forecast has played a factor in games in the postseason, which I like. I know some of you want everything at 72 degrees and climate controlled, and that's the way football should be played. To me... Football should be played in the elements, reacting to things, both teams dealing with the same crap. Yeah. Um, I used to be someone who argued with you on that, and I have now gotten to a point where, no, I'm I'm fully locked in on let's let football be played outside. All the other sports typically have to deal with the weather. Of, of the outdoor sports, obviously hockey and, ba- and basketball don't. But, yeah, let's, let's enjoy the elements. That's what makes football special. So, are we going to have any weather this weekend? Well, out in uh, Santa Clara... Field of Jeans, the answer is no. It's going to be warm. It's going to be clear. No weather there for the Lions and 49ers. AccuWeather forecast saying 70 degrees at kickoff. But in Baltimore, hmm. between the Chiefs and Ravens, now we're not going to get the sloppy mess, the, the snow that I would absolutely love to see. But it is supposed to be raining 
Oh, quite a bit. Okay. And to discuss it, we've brought in our friend Jim Cantori from the Weather Channel. How you doing, Jim? Oh yes, yes, yes! We got it, baby. We got it. We got it. Woo! Woo! We got it. Yes. Listen to that. Listen to that. Oh, baby. He's a big fan of the show. Jim's a big I fan of the show. Yeah, listen to that. That's what he's saying mm-hmm. right there. I like it. Oh, yes. 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 We got it, baby. We got it. Woo. There's a uh, movie out called, I believe it's called Saltburn, Mike. Okay. Have you heard of this? No, I have not. You not heard of, have you heard of the scene in Saltburn that has got people talking? No. This is a new movie? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Pretty sure. Uh, I believe if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I've not seen it. I've heard there's a, a thing about this movie where at one point one of the main characters, I guess, is at a grave, and he starts to uh, salt burn. starts to lay down on the grave and uh, bust a buckeye nut on it, something like that. Right. I feel like Jim Cantori, if if properly motivated by certain elements in the snow, might feel compelled to have a salt burn moment out there in nature. I feel like he enjoys the snow and all the elements quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of anybody in this movie. That's okay. It doesn't mean they're not good. No, I didn't say it wasn't. It was British. Oh, is it? Is that what it is? British movie. I want to say, I think there's, uh, I could be, you know what? I, I've heard that there's some uh, some frontal mail in the movie. Oh, then, I've heard there's that. Sign me up. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Sign me up. I could up. be wrong. Okay. Flacco, my cracko. Go check it out, everybody, this weekend. Uh, championship games this weekend. Who are you picking? Who's the? Where's the official prediction coming for you? I've got the Ravens beating the Chiefs, and I don't know why. I've like I, I've I've aligned myself with the Lions. I feel I want the Lions to win, but I feel like the Niners are going to get it done. I feel like the Lions keep it close. I feel like the Lions are very good, but I think this is where that ends. The Niners get back to the Super Bowl, and I think you have a Ravens Niners matchup in the Super Bowl again. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers and the Ravens. Why the hell not? Let's go. Well, you know Brock why. The, Purdy, you, my know, guy. you know what people are saying about why the hell not with the Chiefs. There is the, uh, again, I don't ascribe to this, but some people believe that the NFL will not allow a Taylor Swift supported team to not make it to the Super Bowl. And my argument yeah, with that's that. That's what the Super Bowl needs. I was going to say, my argument to that is. Does the NFL have trouble getting eyeballs on the Super Bowl? Yeah, it really or is any a, other a fringe game? product that they're trying to prop up into the mainstream. And you're right, Taylor Swift could do that. I right sounds right to me. I mean, I again, I know people will point out, and this is in part for a lot of reasons, right? Like that Ravens game last week, I think got around 31 million, really good viewership. The Bills Chiefs game got 50 million. That's not all because of Taylor Swift. In part, it's because that game was really good. The Ravens game ended up kind of getting away in the second half. Also, it was the later game. It was the later game. It was a bit, it was a matchup that we've seen a bunch of times, and it's well, can they do it again? You know, I, I think there were lots of reasons for that. I do also think the fact and the game went right down to the wire. That also helps with the rating. But if you want to say Taylor Swift added a few million to that total, I'm not going to argue with that. It probably is true. Okay. The reality is the Super Bowl. Getting 110 million or 112 million or 113 million, they're getting all those people anyway. Because it's if you're paying attention enough to know that Taylor Swift is dating a football player, you're also aware that a Super Bowl is happening, and you're probably tuning in either way. Can I ask another stupid? And I've asked this question a million times, I never get a good answer. Okay, if you're one of these conspiracy people guys who thinks this is all rigged and all oh, the NFL knows who's going to play in the Super Bowl, because if you look at the at the logo for the Super Bowl, it's a tip off, or they can't have a team that's not. 
representing Taylor Swift right, in the sure. Super Bowl. Why do you watch? Right. If you really believe this is all just a big scam, why are you watching? Yeah, that's, that's a very good question. I, I genuinely want to know. I think obviously the answer is they don't really believe that. It's just something that people say. You know what I mean? I, I honestly think people who do that often, they're like, yeah, it's all rigged. But you don't believe it. You're just trying to make conversation or you think there's something interesting about that for a few minutes. In reality, to your point, like if you believed, let's say that the, I don't know, the voting in America was rigged, then why would you vote? If you truly and honestly believed that, you wouldn't go do it. You would just say, well, this is all stupid. And some people believe that and don't. They're wrong, I think. Just like I think people are wrong who say the NFL's rigged. But if you truly believe it, turn it off and go do something else. Hey, uh, Teddy, remember, you're a big wrestling guy. Yes. Remember WrestleMania 1, there was the big matchup between Hulk Hogan and uh, Mr. T, right? They didn't fight each other, no. They were on the same team. They were on the same team. team. Who were they fighting? They were fighting Roddy Piper and, and Orndorff, Mr. Believe. Wonderful, yeah. right? But the real reason that you tuned into that mm-hmm. was Liberace. Liberace <laughs> was the guest <laughs> timekeeper. Yeah. And, the, really? and the Rockettes were also there. I didn't yes, realize yeah. they brought Liberace out. Yes, Liberace the was there. So I'm just saying, you may think you're tuning in to watch the Super Bowl, the two teams, that may, maybe the commercials, or you think, no, you're going to watch for perhaps a two-second glance at Taylor Swift in a box. Yeah. That's what's going to really move the needle. Yeah, again, I guess if... Yeah, that's all stupid. Stop! It's, it's all stupid, right? It's I mean, stupid. It's, 100 million people watch the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter if the Chiefs are in it or not. 100 million will still watch it. Also, I will make this point briefly, and then I'll let it go. If you thought that Taylor Swift attending a game somehow detracted from these games and thought it was bad for the sport because all the cameras are on her, but you had no problem when a apparently retiring NFL player was taking his shirt off and jumping around like a madman, and they showed that on camera a bunch of times. If you didn't have a problem with that second one, but you did with the first one, I question what you're mad about. That's what I'm saying. I don't have a problem with either of them. Exactly right. I, I like that them was both. fine. It didn't. You could still watch the game. It's not like they were like, I'm sorry, Josh Allen is running for a touchdown right now. We're going to cut away to see what Taylor Swift thinks about it. No, they show you the action, then they show you the crowd. They show different people in the crowd all the time. And sometimes they show one of the most famous people in the world if she's at the game. Nothing wrong with that. Um, by the way, the uh, the Ravens in the rain this season yeah. have had some problems. Oh, They've played two regular season games in the rain this past season. Both were at home, like this game is going to be. So raining at home. Raining yeah. in Baltimore is what Counting Crows tells me. Oh, I was going to go with purple rain, but to each their own. According to the NFL weather website, the first rain game was September 24th against the Colts. That was a game the Ravens had and then blew in overtime. That's Lost, right. right? Yeah. Uh, second game in the rain was the regular season finale against the Steelers. Now, they weren't really playing anybody. Well, and the Steelers right. were playing for their postseason lives, but they lost that game too. All right, that's that's fair just, to just keep in mind. Fair to point out there. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Is it actually raining in Baltimore? Is that the song? Yeah. Is that on the same sampler as Walking in Memphis? Are there other songs that have an action verb and then a city? Walking in Memphis to, is a different... It's not Counting Crows. I know that, but I'm saying a sampler would be of like different bands having different songs with a similar theme. I want a bunch of like hustling in Vegas, we can dri- make that driving happen. in... Tennessee. There's got to be like there's got to be a million of these songs. We got to find them and put them all on one album. Uh, the lovable crazy man is back with the Buckeyes. I'll explain coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns backers. 
Still watch out for that accident at the intersection of Cleveland Avenue at Ferris Road. And you're going to find traffic as stop and go on northbound 71 on the north side between East Broad Street and 11th Avenue. About a 10-minute slowdown. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. New year, new hiring needs. Indeed's end-to-end solution helps you attract, interview, and hire candidates all year round. Schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from your Indeed dashboard. Learn more by visiting Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Yes, we tried unplugging and then plugging them back in. It didn't help. This is Man and Bone. I want to tell you about my friends at Universal Windows Direct. If you've been in the cold this winter, don't suffer through one more winter in a cold and drafty home. Call my guys and gals at Universal Windows Direct. Call them today, and they're going to upgrade your new windows to triple-pane glass for free. That's three layers of glass between you and the cold and all the bums outside. Mm, I see. Schedule your free in-home estimate today, and for every two windows you buy, you get the next two free, plus a free upgrade to triple-pane glass, like I just said, and they'll double your energy tax credit. Restrictions apply. I have to say that. For the last windows you'll ever need, go to UniversalWindowsDirect.com. And like me, you'll be saying, I love my windows! Yeah, there you go. Let's talk about Schlegel. I'm I'm jazzed about this news, man. I'm excited. Our guy, Anthony Schlegel, he still appears on Morning Juice from time to time, right? Yeah, every week. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he's back with Ohio State in a temporary capacity, but I'm excited to hear it. Former Ohio State linebacker Anthony Schlegel previously was an assistant strength and conditioning coach for the Buckeyes from 2011 to 2015, has returned to the staff on an interim basis. All right. An Ohio State spokesperson told 11 Warriors that Schlegel is temporarily replacing a strength and conditioning coach who is currently away from the team due to a surgery. So, okay. Schlegel's there. I like watching dudes. Me too, buddy. I'll tell you right now. They, they I, I don't know what it takes, but we got to get this man fully back in. Got to have him all the way there. I'll tell you what it takes. What's it take? Money. Well, sure, and but I I'm know just they saying. have it. I know. Let's make it happen. Let's get the band back together. Let's make this go. That'd be like somebody running up and just kicking me right in the sack. I'd be like, what does Sam Diggins just happen? Bam! <laughs> the bam at this the end. This guy is the difference yeah. between a national championship and not. I'm telling you, man. I am I am a big fan of everything Anthony Schlegel. He has always been a a joy to work with here when he's ever he's been in here. I told the story before, I will tell it again. When I used to do post games with him after Ohio State football games many a year ago, we had such a good time. But he was one of these guys who would show up midway through the game. Sometimes in the first quarter, he'd he was be like dedicated I'm to his craft. He'd sit in here and watch it with me and learning just hearing him talk ball was great. But then if the Buckeyes missed a tackle or something, he'd be like, gosh, dang it. And then he'd like hop up and go right over to an empty spot on the floor and pound out like 30 push-ups. And I'd be like, why are you doing that? He's like, because I'm so frustrated. We got to do something. And then he just, that's how he would get his energy out. And by the end of it, he'd have, you know, 200 push-ups on a bad year. They cut our thing short today. (laughs) You know what else I like about him? 
What's that? What's the one thing that we need back at the shoe? I don't know. You know what it is. What do you mean? What's what the it? one thing that we miss so much at the shoe? Oh, grass. Yes. Yes, of course. Schlegel. I love grass. Me too, buddy. Big fan. And he is a I fan love of grass. the natural surfaces. Mm-hmm. You know, he got, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if the word is kicked out, but he was at the, Na- Air, the Air Force Academy out in Colorado Springs. What happened? Well, he got recruited out there to play football. He went out, was there, I believe, as a freshman, and Schlegel was all about getting that protein and had to get as much, you know, to get the uh, to get the pump on. You gotta, you know, you gotta build up the muscles. He's getting ready right. to play college football. He wanted to build himself up. He is a big time get in the gym, lift some weights, move some heavy stuff around type person. So when he got there, you know, it's a it's a military thing. They have a lot of rules and regs about when you can and can't leave your room and when you can go get food and what amount of food you can have, even for the guys who are playing, you know, big time college athletics out there. So apparently one of the things that got him in trouble was he would sneak in jars of peanut butter so he could get some kind of protein in after a workout and they frowned upon things like that. So he just, he realized then and there that was not the place for him and he he moved on and came out here, but I remember him telling that story on the air, and I thought that was getting, not kicked out, but essentially getting at odds with the military brass over peanut butter. That makes you someone that I can get along with. Any By day the way, the don't digress me. <laughs> right there. Poof, David Copperfield. Don't digress me. Yes. Hey, four weeks from tomorrow. Uh-huh. You know what's happening four weeks from tomorrow. Uh yeah, but go ahead and tell well, me. Pretend like you don't. I don't right, have any idea. For I don't have any idea. Teddy, do you know what's happening four weeks from tomorrow? Yes, I do. Not Teddy. Okay. Can I you pretend? <laughs> I don't know everything is happening in four, four weeks. weeks. There we go. That's from good. From tomorrow, yeah. the crew will open up the regular season. All right. It looks like they, feels like Jesus finished. I know. But that's what it is. Soccer offseason, very short. So the crew open up the regular season, and on that same day, Reds and Guardians open up spring training action against each other. How about oh, that? Look at that. That is it's I'm, four weeks from tomorrow. I'm telling you, man, it's we're going to get through the Super Bowl and then go. All right, we're we're not in spring, but spring will be very close to happening. Is what I'm saying. When you start getting soccer going, baseball firing back up. It's it's still uh, we'll already know what Punxsutawney Phil thinks about the uh, weather forecast. We'll have that next week, so we got that going for us. Everything's looking That's up. That's my favorite. I know. <laughs> Here's my whole thing: is that you know aliens. There's one Star Trek movie. I forget what it was. Was it First Contact, Teddy? I think it was Star Trek First Contact. That would make sense if that's the name of the movie. Where it's about how the aliens are waiting until we as humans have the technology to go to the speed of light. Mm, okay. And at that moment, they say, oh, you're advanced enough. We will contact you right now. But yes. they've, they've been waiting for that moment. In my mind, the aliens are looking at it. If, if there are aliens out there, they're looking at us. We're not looking at them. No. Right? They're observing no. us from a distance. They're having a debate. Hey, Fred, you think it's time to go talk to the Earthlings yet? I mean, they've got AI now. They got cars that kind of drive themselves. They can get naked people on their phones very, very quickly. Do you think they have the advanced technology? Are they ready for us? Yeah. And then they look on Groundhog Day and see that all over the country, people are holding big, giant rats up to the (laughs) sky, trying to predict the weather Mm -hmm. with the big, giant rats. And they look at each other and say, eh, maybe next year. 
Right. Maybe next year they'll be ready. I, I honestly wonder, because this is true. Scientists have postulated this, that while we are not, they don't think, we have never sent anything from space that could get anywhere close to a galaxy or a play, a place in the universe where there could be intelligent life. Nothing, no like satellites we've sent out, no space probes. None of that's ever gone far enough that it could reach to a place where we think maybe another life form could be. But you know what has probably traveled that far by now? Our first television and radio signals. It could travel through the universe far enough that they could reach galaxies or yeah, galaxies we've never even heard of, wouldn't know anything about they think that some creatures may have, if anything's out there, it would just be now seeing like, I love Lucy. And well, I mean, that's, that would be what it might be picking up from us if it even could. Yeah. Because that's how long it takes for the speed of light. And then you're talking light what years. What if they're picking up uh, us right now? Not right now, but maybe in the future. That's what I'm saying. They're listening to us. Yeah. We're long dead. Well, they might be. They might have been like watching I Love Lucy and being like, "We got to go wherever this is. Let's get there." The, apparently, they live in grayscale, and then they just fly over here, and then they are like, "Let's turn on the radio, hear what they're doing." And it's us from, and they're like, I, "Hang on, All now, right, let's turn back." <laughs> <laughs> we came for I Love Lucy. We got Common Man and T Bone. Let's yeah, turn back. That's right. I'm excited about uh, the aliens coming me. in here. It really did. Look, and people say, "Oh, I've seen it in the sky. I've seen it. you. You haven't seen crap." I don't know what you've seen, but you haven't seen that. If aliens are out there, there is no way in hell they're traveling hundreds of thousands of light years. They figured out a way to get here. And then once they get into Earth's atmosphere, some idiot says, oh, man, I'm just going to leave the invisibility cloak off. Right. So these dummies can look at me from the ground. Get out of here. Well, think about how many times you have seen a video of something happening like in New York City. I don't know. Like someone takes their glass of water and throws it in a person's face and storms out. And they get that on video because New York City, because there's a hundred, you know, how many, what, tens of millions of people live there. You don't. why is it that the aliens always end up landing somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Arkansas, and then that's where the one person sees them? Why are they never accidentally like, oh, we landed over New York City, our bad, and a million people get it on their cell phones? I'm just saying it's odd that that never happens, right? It's odd how it always happens at three o'clock in the morning in the sticks. That's all. Mm-hmm. I'm with you, Bone. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, some potential new rules for Big Ten basketball. Significant. And as Buckeye basketball fans, we may be a touch nervous about this. Details mm-hmm. next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You guys need to check out the movie Galaxy Quest. It's kind of the same thing, but all right. We've got police activity blocking the right lane on southbound 71 on the north side at Spring Street, causing some delay and some slow traffic on northbound 71 on the south side between Green Lawn Avenue and 315. This report is sponsored by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride with the parts you need for the prices you want. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. Happy Friday. It is uh, Tracksuit Friday. By the way, I've been told, because Timmy has a brand new Hungarian tracksuit that he wore today. I have my white velour. What would you call this color? 
like an off-white, a cream? I, I called it an almond. Almond? And I don't mean the outer part of the almond. I mean like almond milk, like okay. the inner part. I mean, it's got a it's got a creamy white texture oh, to it. Oh, I have a creamy white texture. Mm, that's and right. I've been told that video of me and Timmy looking stupid will be posted in the next few minutes okay. on all the fans' socials. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. So if you'd like to see us look stupid, that's your place to do it. Perfect. If you'd like to hear us sound stupid... Well, this you know, is your place to do it. You know where to do that. And exactly. if you miss any of the show, please go wherever you get your podcast. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Podcast. Podcast. Search Common Man and T-Bone. Click. Subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. The podcast is the animal that causes the podcast to sometimes not get uploaded when it should. That, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Buckeye's playing at Northwestern tomorrow night. Tip. Tip. Is at 830 here on the fan. Northwestern is good. Buckeyes are trying not to lose 14 straight road games. Big changes could be coming for Big Ten basketball. This news coming down today that, you know, even with all the teams we have in the Big Ten right now, every team is invited to the Big Ten tournament. Yep. yep. Right? You have 14 teams. It's easy enough to do that math. But starting next year, that will not be the case. No. Actually, do you have, am I wrong? Do you have 14 or are we up to... No, we're up to 14. Still. Yeah, it's 14 Sorry. now. It'll we're be going, 16. We're going to 18. Right? That's right. We're going to 18 coming up in 20. I got it. I'm so we're good. confused. Here we go. The men's and women's basketball tournaments in the Big Ten are going to start next year, 2025, because, of course, we're in 2024. So by the time we get around to next year's tournament, 2025, only 15 of the 18 members will be eligible for the Big Ten tourney. So they will leave three at home for both the men's and women's tournaments. So the reason they're doing that is because if they added all 18 teams, that would require a sixth day of competition for those for both those tournaments. And apparently school officials did not think that would be a good idea. Big Ten is also planning to stay at a 20 game conference schedule, even though they're adding Oregon, Washington, USC and UCLA next year. John Rothstein had the news first on this, but essentially the way it's going to work is. They're going to add a game on the Wednesday slate of the Big Ten tournament where the 10th place finisher will play the 15th place finisher. The winner of that game will play the seventh seed on Thursday. And then the tournament otherwise proceeds as usual. The top four seeds still get a double bye until Friday. So it's not unprecedented in college basketball to see this happen. The Big East did this uh, from 2004 to 2008. When they got to 16 teams, they only included their top 12 finishers. But then coaches said, hey, that's not fair to us. It hurts our job security. That's They essentially said, all right, fair enough. College basketball is all about someone making a run in a tournament. Why would we want to limit four of our teams from doing that? So they put all the teams back in 2009. Now that's 16, not 18. I don't know if the Big Ten would ever decide to do that. But yeah, right now it's going to be 15 out of the 18 will make it to the Big Ten tourney. So you have a chance that your season every year, if you're playing like Ohio State has played some of the last few years, you could be wondering if you're going to make your own conference tournament. Well, before the conference tournament last year where the Buckeyes actually showed up and played some good basketball, where were they? I don't know. Were they second to to last in the conference? So, I mean, if if this team plays like they played last year, that would not be a Big Ten tournament team. No. And, I mean, I don't think I'm breaking any news here, but you usually have... USC, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon, of those four, at least two of them are upper crust, upper half of what the Big Ten has been type of teams in a in a given year. I don't know which two it will always be, 
like this year, UCLA, not what they should be, right? Some of these teams are not at the level they should be right now, but they they usually have at least two, if not more, of these teams that will be adding into the top half of the league, not the bottom half. So I'm just saying, it, it does not get any easier by adding these teams. Not like you can pat it and say, oh, well, those teams all suck. They won't be able to hang in the Big Ten. It's not like adding a bunch of Sunbelt teams, you know? This is... I think a, a big deal for Ohio State if they don't change how they've played over the last couple of years. Uh, Jared Goff, of course, is starting for the Lions this weekend. If he takes the Lions to the Super Bowl, he can become he will become the fifth quarterback to lead two different franchises to the Super Bowl. Can you name the other four? Well, Tom Brady's one. Tom Brady's one. That's right. Peyton Manning's one. That's correct. That's two. I mean, yeah. I mean, he did. He came in late in that season, but yeah. Well, he did. Um, he, he started. I don't know. I don't know the other. You said there's two other, four two others. Yeah, I don't know the other two. Craig Morton. Oh yeah, him <laughs> started guy. Super Bowl five with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Then went to the Giants and started Super Bowl twelve. Then built his steakhouse empire. Morton's. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and Kurt Warner. Oh. Took the Rams to the Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl yes. with the Rams, took the Cardinals to the Super Bowl, lost to the Stillers. I got to tell you, I had completely blocked that you out of my memory. forgot about Kurt forgot, Warner. I forgot about Kurt. Yeah. That. One little uh, tidbit there. You mentioned Craig Morton. Yeah. You said the Giants. He was with the Broncos. Because I remember that's the Super Bowl Cowboys beat the Broncos. That, that's right. Super oh, Bowl okay. five, Cowboys. Then he went to the Giants. Then he left, went to the Broncos. Then went to Super Bowl twelve. Yes, thank you, Ted. Okay, one to that's, correct that's that. That's why you're here. Thank that's you, right. Ted. Yeah, we got. Also, you the... want to talk about TCU women's basketball today, Teddy? <laughs> Later. All right. Bone was telling me about a great basketball game last night. I was watching South Carolina and uh, LSU. LSU. Yeah, it was it was great. It went right down to the wire, back and forth. Kim Mulkey was out there screaming at all her players. That was uh, Don Staley's explain, out there. Something to me. Yeah. So Kim Mulkey. She's LSU's head coach, for those who don't know. Used very, to coach at Baylor. Loud. She used to coach at Baylor. Very loud, very Southern. She wins games. If you've never heard her speak, just picture some of the callers we played from the Paul Feinbaum show, and that's what, that's what she sounds like. Yes. But, like, she's in... She looks like Johnny Weir dressed her. Oh, yes. Sequins, and she's not dialing it down at all. And all of her assistants, both the men and the women, are dressed like they're going clubbing. Yes, it looks like you're watching Zoolander when you see their sideline. Like it's all, it's all just it's the latest fashions. And they, I mean, one of the assistant coaches went viral for LSU, and I don't know her name. She went viral because she was wearing like what I again I don't know what the materials are, but it was like a skin tight, almost latex looking bodysuit yes. with a fur coat over it, and she on had the sideline. she had like. F shoes on too. What does that mean? Big stilettos. <laughs> okay, she had heels on. All right, but like no, there but was, I'm trying to paint. There was they a, weren't regular heels. No. And then they had like a another guy who's an assistant coach. It appears who was out there. You know, like when they do the timeout, you see all these people walk out. This guy had on like a white and black checkerboard sweater that was clearly. I mean, it, it's something fashionable. It, it. I'm guessing this thing costs thousands of dollars. A sweater. Bo Bishop has one. What? Right. It just you can tell this is not something that. You're just pulling off the rack at oh, Coles. Man, they were styling and profiling. Clearly, she had a jacket on, and I don't know the significance of this. I don't know if it's a... I don't know why. But she had a sequin jacket on. It's very colorful. Purples and greens and yellows. Might have had something to do. Mardi Gras. I don't know. 
But then on the left side of it, she had like just the words Coca-Cola. I got Coca-Cola. Sequined on problem, there. T-bone? And I, I'm good for you. That's great. I'm maybe that's a sponsorship. I'm just saying. Let her live. Meanwhile, Don Staley is wearing like a, a sweatsuit and just like just, looks like she they, just got done playing basketball and, and they went in and won. It was great. Vince McMahon is being sued for more gross things and we're going to tell you about them. Oh, coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You're going to find about a five-minute slowdown on eastbound 270 on the north outer belt between 315 and 71. And we've got some stop-and-go traffic on eastbound 670 between Cleveland Avenue and 71. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt Tax Services, home of the Money Today Guarantee. Can't wait weeks for your tax refund? Then don't. At Jackson Hewitt, get money today if you're approved for a no-fee refund advance loan on a prepaid card. Book today at jacksonhewitt.com. No-fee refund advanced offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. You know, I flipped on uh, CNBC this week. You like to watch CNBC. I like to be confused. Okay. I watch the, the world news on the BBC it confuses me. Mm-hmm. I turn on CNBC for like the stock market stuff, and that confuses me. Okay. What's a yield? Uh, What's like a two-year yield? What does that mean? I don't. I mean, I assume it means stuff you get. Like, like Stuff you, you get. Thanks, Paul. Well, you, like, I don't want to say profit, but like if you're a farmer and they talk about how much your field, your crop yielded, that's like how much you got back from how much you planted. All right, fair enough. That's, so that's I presume it's good. something like that. Either that or you're giving right of way to another stock. I don't right. know. I have the definition for you. Go ahead. It is the earnings generated and realized on an investment over a particular period of time. Oh, so it is just profit then. Basically. Right? Yeah. It sounds like, yeah. Yeah, but... Like, I understand that when you're talking about a specific stock. Yeah. But they were just had something that said two-year yield. Is that, is that overall? Like, that the, is, the Dow's two-year no, yield? The two-year yield is how long it takes people in Marysville to merge. I have found that. Our traffic there is very... Everyone's moving slow. Okay. All right. No, I'm guessing it has to do with, like, how much profit that... Whatever it's talking about. You said the Dow? The entire... Down Jones I Industrial Dow. Average? I, Dow. Dow. I have Google no Dow's. idea. All right, whatever. I don't know. It's something to do with profit. Anyway, like. I'm watching CNBC. Yeah. And earlier this week, The Rock comes on. Oh. Because he was named to the board of directors of TKO, which is the company now that owns WWE and the UFC. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they rang the opening bell. And who else was there ringing the opening? When you think about the man in charge. Well... I in mean, the wrestling business. You'd say it's Vince McMahon. You'd say it's Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He has dyed his hair. He looks like a French pimp. He sure does. And it turns out he actually may indeed be a pimp. Now, we knew this guy was a creepy bastard. We knew this guy was a bad guy. We also knew that he leveraged himself back into power because that's what he's done for his entire career. He is now facing another lawsuit that uh, alleges that he may be a pimp. Yeah, I mean, and when you say that, 
like literally in the accusation is trafficking a human being. That's that, that's what we're talking if, about. If that, what is, is that is what a pimp does. In this lawsuit is true. Right. He's pimping out this chick. That, well, that's right. So here here are the allegations. This comes from a former employee at the WWE headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. WWE staffer Janelle Grant filed a lawsuit in federal court in Connecticut making these claims against McMahon, the WWE, and its former head of talent relations, John Laurinaitis. So... Grant claims that she was a victim of physical and emotional abuse, sexual assault, and trafficking during her time at WWE. Now, just just to be clear, John was also implicated in gross things before. Yeah, he's no longer with the company. Right. And Vince was implicated around the same time. There was a period, you might remember a few years ago, where the WWE paid out over like $14 million in settlements. They found, they had, like, they investigated their own finances and said, huh. Looks like $14 million is unaccounted for, and it all came from Vince's personal whatever to people who had accused him of things. Oh, this is hush money we found. So then he was told to go away. Then they did another investigation, and then they said, all right, he's welcome back, and brought him back like a year ago into the fold. Also, uh, John is not James's dad. John no. is James's uncle. Yes, and has nothing to, you know, obviously, that's His father's that. past, but yeah. John is James's uncle. Right. So these are the allegations that are out there. Uh, apparently, Grant says she met McMahon in March of 2019, was given a role working for the organization June of that year. But she claims that only happened after a sexual relationship uh, demands made by McMahon that allowed her to even get the job. Uh, then, So in if, the interview process. Well, that, that she basically was told, if you want to work here, you got to do what I say. And that includes this kind of thing. And so she apparently said that is how her employment started there. Okay. Then so that, the, the, this is the, she was expected to do these things. Yes. Then it goes from there in detailing more of the things that he is alleged to have done. And I'll spare you some of the grossest no, details. Don't spare. Well, here's what I'll tell you. Like one of the biggest allegations in this thing is that she, she alleges that Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis uh, used to force her into his one of their offices at that Stanford, Connecticut headquarters, and then force her to have sex with them. And multiple times this happened. And he apparently also Vince McMahon, there's text messages. You can read the text messages. If you want to go look them up where she claims this is Vince McMahon texting her saying, you're going to do this and this and this with this man. And if you don't, it's bad for you. You have to do this. And then she would be like, oh, I can't this week, maybe next week. And there he's like, you're going to do it. And I'm going to watch. And it's yes. like, yes, yeah. I'm going to watch you. Yuck. Ugh. Or you're fired. Uh, she is seeking to have a non-disclosure agreement that she signed voided and ruled on un- unenforceable because she is saying some of the things that he did. These are not the type of things that you can cover under like an NDA. Right. If like, for example, she says at one point that there are text messages that show someone she alleges to be Vince McMahon saying, if you show up here, I'm going to rape you. Yeah, you don't like here's the thing. You can't right. put an NDA on. Hey, sign this. And it says you're OK if I murder you. Right. That it doesn't, doesn't work that way. You can't do crimes <laughs> like that. I mean, you can you might have things that are you can get sued over where it's like, hey, you know, I think you did this. And the other person says, well, you can't prove that. But here's what we're going to do. Sign an NDA. That says none of this. We're never going to talk about this again. That's all you're saying. She's saying now that should be voided because he did actual crimes to her. And now she's realized that other allegations made in this. uh, One of them involves WWE superstar and UFC legend Brock Lesnar, where it, it is alleged that 
Vince McMahon apparently told her, you have to send explicit photos and videos like you send me. You have to send those now to, and it says in the uh, lawsuit, a former WWE superstar and UFC champion who they were trying to get back with the company well, around these days. How do you know it's Brock? Because the only... Maybe they're trying to woo Ken Shamrock back. Woo! They apparently were only trying to do this around a time where the only person who fits that description is Brock Lesnar. Look at him! So, Vince McMahon uh, allegedly even tried to set up a rendezvous for the two of them that was supposed to, like, seal the deal for Brock to come back to WWE. Apparently, that a did not happen. It's a job perk. According to Vince, that's the way he looked at yeah, you women. Get 401k, and then you get to do this chick. That's how, that's how Vince McMahon views women, it appears, allegedly. Genetic anyway, jackhammer! Also uh, alleged by this woman, Janelle Grant, is that Vince... Would, I'm trying to find a delicate way to say this. Vince McMahon would employ um, adult devices, uh, toys. Dildaroonies. Sure. Uh, and she claims that he specifically enjoyed naming them after pro wrestlers. <laughs> Come on. Man. And then mentioning that during whatever was happening. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give you some sweet chin music. Come on. This guy is unhinged. Like, again, Vince McMahon. I'm in the click now. The fact that WWE did an investigation of this guy and was like, you know what? Let's bring him back. Again, WWE is like his company, essentially, or was for a very long time. So I'm sure a lot of the people around it probably had to look and go, well, I uh, I guess we're good. Time to play the game. I'll pretend I'm Triple H. You pretend you're my daughter. Oh, oh. yes. <laughs> Vince McMahon's yes. daughter, Stephanie McMahon, has been largely involved with the company for a very long time. Obviously, no allegations are made against her. Triple H is who her husband is. Let me tell you something, dude. He is like the guy underneath. All this stuff like no allegations made up against her. This chick... Ran the company with her father. Well, all right. True Triple enough. H ran the company with the dad. All these executives were ensconced in there. They knew exactly what type of guy Vince McMahon was. Well, that's just it, right? right? If, and they if, and they put up with it and they enabled it. Well, if any of this is true, right? And again, there we know he paid out fourteen million dollars in settlements to people over the years. We know. WWE, as a publicly traded company at the time, said, we need him to go away because we can't have him be a part of this because of how dirty this is. Then they brought him back, and now this allegation is saying, yeah, this is stuff that happened while I, while this was all going on, and WWE apparently doesn't care, or whatever company does not care. I don't know if they're going beyond that. In either case, she is now seeking to have this NDA removed, but doesn't matter, right? I mean, it's all out there at this point. Well, he says it's not true. He Yes, he denies all the allegations. All says this is all either consensual sure or lies, okay. is how he yeah. claims all of it. I'll be your million dollar dream. I'll tell you right now. I mean, I'm just giving you the facts of the case. If you're asking my personal opinion... I would believe anything about Vince McMahon, like that you told me. If you told me Vince McMahon was secretly running like a trucking company that was running drugs 
for, I don't know, some some group out of Central America. Like, you can tell me anything about Vince McMahon, and it doesn't take much to convince me that man would do anything if he thought it was good for him, is what I'm saying. Now, that's just my own opinion of him. I have no knowledge of anything like that happening. I am saying I don't have a high opinion of him, so it doesn't take much for me to say, yeah, this all sounds like stuff that could have happened, for all we know. You know what? Him and Dana White deserve each other. Well, that... There you go. That's a company that apparently decided to get it. What is TKO? Who Who's the guy that we just were talking about that, that runs some of that? Ari Emanuel. Yeah. You got in bed with a guy who one of those guys was not accused of on video punching his wife in the face. You slapped her. Don't exaggerate. Oh, just slap is on, what just, they said. They, oh, yeah. That's what that's what they usually say, right? Guys who have done something. I, I didn't hit her. I just slapped her. Okay. Yeah, that guy. It was just that one time, that too. Hap- yeah, on just video. Just so happened to be in a club with lots of people. In but. public. That's the only time it probably ever happened. Then Vince McMahon, who has all of these list of allegations going on. Good job, TKO. Way to get in bed you with these two these scumbags. These fall ass backwards into money. That's what happens. All right, Michigan's in panic mode. I'll tell you why. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. We've got a couple of slow spots out there. About a 10-minute slowdown on northbound 71 on the north side between 70 and 17th Avenue and eastbound 70 downtown between 71 West Split and Livingston Avenue is moving a little slow. And we still have that crash at Cleveland Avenue at Ferris Road. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or or visit mad.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on The Fan. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. This ain't one of them. Teddy, right? Bad. I wouldn't say bad, but bad. It's, it's not a great one. Bad. No. Yeah. Uh, it's Tool of the Week Friday. I haven't even said that. I haven't promoted Tool of the Week. No, you haven't. I haven't done anything. Well, Tool of the goes. Week Friday. Uh, tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one. Text us six one four seven eight seven three zero nine three. If you want to see me and Timmy looking stupid in our tracksuits, that's also on all the fans' socials: Twitter, Instagram, uh, the book, the talk. I don't think we're on the, the talk, are not, we? Not really. No, not no. on the talk. Maybe someday. Anyway, um, what did I tease? Oh, you- Michigan. Yeah, go ahead. Michigan's in shambles. I got to tell you. Mm-hmm. Head coach is leaving. They're in panic mode. NCAA is ready to pounce. Sharon Moore is going to turn him down, flip the double bird, and then come coach for Ohio State. It's all going to happen. Yeah. Uh, the champion circle is one of their NIL funds, and they have released a message to their faithful. Okay. And, of course, this made it to the message boards, and now I'm going to read it. Dear Michigan faithful, our coach Jim Harbaugh is headed to the NFL. An 86-25 record, three straight victories over Ohio State, three straight Big Ten championships, an unforgettable Rose Bowl, and an undisputed national championship. Without a doubt, this was one of the most memorable, magical runs in Michigan history. All we can say is, thank you, Coach Harbaugh. Oh, yes. Thank you, Coach Harbaugh. Way to go. As Coach begins his next chapter, we have work to do. Tonight, an era ended. However, another is just beginning. Michigan needs you more than ever. Every single Michigan fan must stand with Michigan. Will you join us? 
Ohio State has signed multiple five-star players in the last two weeks, arguably the best running back in the SEC, Alabama's best player in the secondary, just to name a few. Yes, we won a title, but our rivals have redoubled their efforts. They have not stopped. We cannot stop either. The effort of Champions Circle, trademark, the premier University of Michigan NIL collective is critical to the future of the program. Amidst all the change and uncertainty, we must hold the line and ensure the team, all caps, has what they need next season and beyond. When our new coach is named, we must be prepared to support him. We're all in for the team, and we hope you are too. Go blue. From the champion circle, trademark. P.S. We're replacing Michigan legends next year, and Ohio State is on the rise. We need your help. Please share this link with your Wolverine family. Yeah, this is, I, I'm realizing now, this is never something I'm I'm going to be able to fully embrace, just because I'm not a big fan of fundraising emails and fundraising calls. I have, I think, PTSD from working for a nonprofit for many years. And so whenever I read this stuff, I'm like, I, uh, it's not my favorite thing. But I get it if you're sending this out because you're trying to help cure cancer, end homelessness, things like that. When it's help our football team that just won a national championship by donating your hard-earned money, that is where I personally have an issue. I know I'm in the minority. I know there's a lot of people who like to donate to this stuff. It's hard for me. So I'm saying here in Michigan do that. The only thing I take joy out of is hearing Michigan becoming just like everyone else they say they're not. Where they say, well, we don't care about football. We're all about uh, Michigan men and doing it the right way and be in the smart school and all that. You're the same as everybody else. You want to go win as badly as everybody else and you will do whatever it takes to win. You will put every amount of dollar you can at it. So don't deny that you're that. When it goes in a couple years where you're getting all the sanctions and you're losing five games a year, no one wants to come there. Don't come back later and say, oh, not us though. We're Michigan. We don't really care about that stuff. We care more about education. No, you, you care. You just showed it. You care right there. I care. Are you doing the big bags of cash for Michigan? No, for you, for no. Ohio State. Oh, absolutely. I've been doing it for years. Been dropping it off? I was doing it before NIL. Yeah. All right. I was the money man in the parking lot, grease and palms. Look at you. I've been doing it for this team for a long time. Mm. That's good. Now all the Johnny come lately's want to donate to the NIL and all the transfer portal guys come in, get a sweetheart deal. What about me? All those years, grease and palms. Mm-hmm. I think, what about me? I think it is possible for lots of sports fans to acknowledge that like if your local team like the Buckeyes is doing really well in NIL I'm I'm going to enjoy the results of that I'm going to watch those games I'm be excited about the team if you're asking me if I enjoy seeing how the sausage is made no I really don't yeah and I, I hate this Michigan winning the national championships the best thing that ever happened to us because now <laughs> we know it's like all right fine rectal cancer is the best thing that ever happened to me no let's try and pre- let's try and prevent these things yeah right like, I don't have rectal cancer no 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 I, and I hope I don't get it the point is if it's like that caused me to then start taking my health seriously and I start exercising every day it's like yeah you can do that without getting cancer you can do that without we could we could have a better football team without losing to Michigan three straight years and What would be better than Michigan winning the national championship? The best thing that could have happened is Ohio State hits a field goal against Georgia, right? Because then you would have had a national championship, and presumably you might have run Harbaugh that year. He might have left and taken an NFL job if he could have got one. Or maybe he just gets the secret mojo is out, and he never feels good about it, and the Buckeyes win again this year. And suddenly, we're not talking about Ryan Day losing three straight. We're talking about a blip. 
and then a national championship and then beaten Michigan two straight years. And who knows what Ohio State would have done this year. We will never know. Bone, could NFL players be playing in the Olympics? You know, flag football is coming to the Olympics in 2028. Yeah, and so I read, not this summer, no, the next 20, summer Olympics. Right, 2028. Michael David Smith, I like to call him the British Bulldog from ProFootballTalk.com, wrote this. The NFL and the NFL Players Association are discussing how to get NFL players on the field when flag football becomes an Olympic sport in 2028. Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill is among the players who have expressed interest in participating in the 2028 Summer Games. But while player interest is real, there are questions that need to be answered. Will NFL players be paid? Who will pay them? How much? Can NFL teams refuse to allow a player under contract to play in the Olympics? If a player gets injured in the Olympics and has to miss playing time during the 2028 season, will he be paid for the games he misses? Well, that to me would be the biggest stumbling block to all of this is the same thing with the NHL, right? Where all the players, I'm, I'm quite sure there are a lot of players, money, as much money as you can make, it doesn't buy a gold medal, doesn't buy that accomplishment, doesn't buy the achievement. So that's something that I could see being very valuable to players saying, I want to be a part of that. But the teams that pay you all that money, I can understand if they say, hey, as your employer, and if the NFL could step in and say, as the league overall, we have a tough time saying this is a great idea because non-contact injuries happen all the time in the NFL and they happen in playing football. You have one of those in the Olympics. That's not profiting the NFL much at all. Is the Olympics going to raise the profile of the NFL? I mean, maybe on the global I mean, ta market. Taylor Swift is. Well, <laughs> no one was going to watch the Super Bowl until Taylor Swift showed up. And now I guess we'll find out how serious the NFL is about global markets, huh? You know, because they always say, like, we want to go to Europe. We want to go to China. We want to go all over the world. Well, this is one of the most watched things in the world is the Olympics every year. Every time they do it, you want to get your players marketed in places that never watch the NFL. And that's probably the only reason why they're considering. Well, that's what I'm saying. But you I wonder how much they'll value that versus, oh, yeah, your star quarterback that you paid or your star wide receiver running back, whatever. They're they're now out because they played in this thing. The NFL is very concerned with grass. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Watch out for a disabled vehicle on northbound 71 on the south side after Greenlawn Avenue. And we've got an accident at Morse Road between Cleveland Avenue and Westerville Ave uh, Road, causing some delay. About an eight-minute slowdown there. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Get the appliances you need right away at Lowe's. Explore the largest assortment of brands you trust in-store or online at the best values. Plus, take advantage of their everyday financing offers. Lowe's knows home improvement. Subject to credit approval. I'm Nicole for 97 Point one, the fan traffic. Does excessive amounts of Prozac make your sack droop down to your knees? Asking for a friend. My friend's name is Mike. Back to Droopy Sack and T-Bone. Droopy Sack and T-Bone would like to remind you that it's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. I want to tell you about my friends at Universal Windows Direct. Oh, yes. If you're cold in your own home, don't suffer through one more winter in a cold and drafty home. Call my guys at Universal Windows Direct. They back it all up with a true lifetime warranty for as long as you own your home and then 30 years to the next homeowner. Ooh. You'll be dead. 
Yeah. But your windows will still have the warranty. Schedule your free in-home estimate today, and for every two windows you buy, you get the next two free, plus a free upgrade to triple pane glass, and they're going to double your energy tax credit. Restrictions apply. Mm. I have to say that. Yeah. Tell them I told you to call, and then you get an additional $250 off. That's great. Hey, common man sent me, and then you get $250 off. Look at that. For the last windows you'll ever need. Go to UniversalWindowsDirect.com, and like me, you'll be saying, I love my windows. That's great. Yes. All right, Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Last year, where was it? Arizona last year? Glendale? Uh, that sounds, you could tell me anywhere I'd say yeah, yes. I'm gonna, that's, that's probably yes, right. that's where it was. Sure. Uh, they had issues with the playing surface. The grass was not good. The players were slipping. Uh, it had an impact on the game. A lot of stories after the fact talking about how bad the field turf was. Um, so this year, they're in Vegas. They've been working on this grass for a long time. They said they're not going to have the same problems they had last year. The NFL representatives were asked about the grass. Here's what Executive Vice President Jeff Miller had to say. Our surface has been nurtured from the sod farm all the way to the Super Bowl. Its maintenance in Vegas is measured by a series of different tools and metrics. Our field manager expert has been on top of this for many weeks and is on site frequently and will be throughout the next couple of weeks in anticipation of the game. Sure. They said everything's working swimmingly. I mean, let's hope so. That's that's the idea, but... Yeah, I mean, last year was a natural surface, right? In yes, Arizona? that's right. Because they, 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 the, they slide it out. They have like the baking tray where the... <laughs> The grass sits on it. They slide it out from under the stadium to get it out in that desert heat. That's what you want. But then they, you know, they didn't get that right. I, I would hope that this time, I don't know. I don't know why it's so difficult for these places to figure it out. I mean, you have, like I've said before, places in around the world that have natural grass surfaces. They do grow lamps and all kinds of different things to make sure that the grass, no matter if it's in winter in Ireland or whether it's in the summer in Egypt, they find ways to get natural grass services played on lots of places around the world. I'm surprised that the NFL struggles with it so much. Remember when they went to Mexico and they played that game and that, or they couldn't because they the field was so torn up. Like, I'm just surprised that they at the last moment are like, oh, the thing that all of our players will be running around on, is it good? We should double check that. Maybe like right before we wheel the stage out for the pregame show, let's double check the grass is good. How do they not have this under control? Uh, looks like the reason Bill Belichick didn't get the job in Atlanta is because he wanted full control of the football ops. They just wanted him to coach the team. He wanted to run the entire thing. And so they opted for Raheem Morris instead. I saw some uh, nice suggestions by my favorite guy in the media, Mike Florio. Okay. From ProFootballTalk.com. Uh, he said that perhaps if Bill Belichick humbled himself this year by doing a year of TV, then maybe he could get a job next year. Because he won't have to be so arrogant. Okay, here's what uh, Florio had to say. I can see him joining NFL Network, working there for a year, and then see what happens in the 2025 hiring cycle. Maybe he needs to show and prove to people that he's kind of humbled himself a little bit. Okay. I think you need to humble yourself by working at the Taco Bell, you dope. As a matter of fact, don't even do that because you'll mess up my favorite orders. Yeah, no kidding. He'd also would probably be the guy who's like, I don't even know why anybody even eats this stuff. I just work here. You know, he would just, he would even. Yeah, I've seen you cook a steak. <laughs> you have no idea what the hell you're doing, no. Florio. Um, I, I, call me crazy. Bill Belichick, maybe 
maybe the idea isn't great to give him the entirety of your football operations to have control over it. Though, I think, again, if you're going to engage with Bill Belichick, you should be aware of what you're asking for. Well, right. From his standpoint, this is what he's used to. Yeah, this is what he's he's done. He's 71 years old, and if I'm going to go coach someplace else, I want to have full control. And if you don't want me, then you don't want me. Yeah, I, I think that's... I don't think that's just a Bill Belichick being a Hall of Famer thing. I think that's an established coach thing where at some point, if you've been reasonably successful and if if you're not desperate to go back to work at a place, right, there are coaches who are in their 70s who would say, I'm fine to be a running backs coach. That's fine. That's not Bill Belichick because he's earned the right to do a little bit more than that in his career, clearly. But I also could understand it if the guy just says, even if they're not Bill Belichick, Hey, man, this is how I operate. Like a Pete Carroll. If someone called up Pete Carroll and said, here's what we want, but it's different than what you want. Do you want to be our coach? I could see Pete Carroll saying, no, I've done I've done things my way yeah. all this time. It's I'm saying Pete Carroll's not as good of a coach as Bill Belichick, but Pete Carroll wouldn't be a jerk for saying no, that he wants I, th- th- it I want to do it again, but it's only if it's my way. Yeah, and that, that doesn't make him bad. It makes him... A guy who's no, saying, I don't have to do anything. Guy. I can go sit on a beach right. for the rest of my life if I want to. Look, I I just think it's rich that Mike Florio is telling somebody else they need to be humbled. <laughs> right. You need to shut your mouth and be humbled, you little weasel. I don't even know that Mike Florio... Like, I know he thinks he is God's gift to football, but does he realize that pretty much everyone outside of people named Florio, like, most people can't stand him. Is he aware of that? Other than the people he signs checks for... And the people who are related to him. I don't think a lot of people really enjoy what he does. They may like his website. They may have read his website over time. But even that, you know, when he had the book that he wrote, he wrote like a novel. And then he like, who wrote a novel? Florio Florio did. Yeah, it was something. I don't know. It was something. It was like a, I don't even, I didn't even read it. I don't know what it is. Wednesdays with Larry. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Mitch album had Tuesdays with Maury. Yes. He's got Wednesdays with Larry. Larry. Totally original. Um, but no, I'm just saying he used his platform to like promote that because he thought, I mean, he just thinks everything he does is awesome. So the fact that he's using his platform the way he wants to, I don't blame Bill Belichick well, for doing whatever. what he wanted. And you just say, oh, you just hate Florio. Yep. Yep. That's right. That, that's right. He I sucks. Uh, LeBron has made history with his 20th all-star game selection. That is, that's impressive. No Le- way around it. LeBron is, uh, the fact that he's been able to do what he's been doing physically yeah, for as long as he has is just mind-boggling that his back hasn't broken down. What was it about ten years ago? He started having back spasms, mm-hmm. and then you at and least. I said, "Well, that's the end of LeBron." Well, at once least. those backs start spazzing up on you, your, your career is going to slip away. Well, and I, again, I think it's this is the thing I always find interesting is when we have players who are great but they get injured, we start to look at them. Some people start to look at them and go, "Ah." Yeah, guy, man, it sucks for him. And then some people leak into that guy's unreliable. That guy, man, he just, it's too bad he can't get over those injuries, right? Well, then you have a guy like LeBron who has been able to, for whatever reason, luck, whatever combination of preparation and luck occurs, doesn't have the significant injuries through the majority of his career. And you have people going, yeah, but if he did, he wouldn't have as many of these numbers. And it's like, well, which which one of these do you want, man? Like the guy has managed somehow through luck, if nothing else, to stay healthy all these years. Yes. He's also not like running out there with guys who go, oh, it's LeBron, let him score. I mean, he's playing in the NBA. Am I wrong? Like, this is a man who is averaging this year uh, 25 points a game in the NBA. 
Anyone who can average 25 points a game in the NBA is excellent at basketball. He's been doing that for over 20 years. I, what am I missing about the greatness? And I know people get bogged down in greatest of all time. Who cares greatest of all time? We don't have to He have is that as discussion. great as you're ever going to see. Right. LeBron's about great. that? I don't have to like him. Well, you don't about, have to like him. How about Appreciate the greatness. He's as great as you've ever seen. And in that category, you can put guys like Kobe. You can put Michael Jordan. You can put... You know, Wilt or whoever else By you want to throw Kobe, in there. Kobe, four years ago today. I know. It was the helicopter crash. I, I was telling you this before the show. That is one of those times in life where I've said, like, I didn't realize it would be this at the time, but I remember specifically where I was when I heard that news. I was in a parking lot at Home Depot listening to this station. I was pulling in there to go run an errand, get a couple things in there, and I stopped, like, just sat there for, like, five minutes and got text messages from people all at the same time, like, did you see this? Is this real? I just saw this, and I didn't. I didn't. Ex- I mean, I'm not a big Kobe Bryant. No, guy. but that's how big the story was. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, that was four years ago. Sad story there. Fat boy food tip coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. You'll find traffic is stop and go on eastbound 70 on the east side between James Road and 270. And there's an accident on Morse Road between Cleveland Avenue and Westerville Road, causing about a five-minute delay. Southbound 315 between Kinnear Road and West Broad Street is also slow. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Bone and I do all our banging at Hollywood Casino Columbus, specifically their 12,000 square foot sports book. They have two huge walls of TVs, excellent food and drink. It's the perfect weekend spot to watch the championship games. Oh, or maybe Buckeye basketball on Saturday night. Whatever your fancy is, stop on by. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Uh, Fat Boy Food Tap? Yeah. So I was reading this, and I, I hope this applies to local Dairy Queens. And if only we knew someone oh, Mike who owned Todd. a local Dairy Queen talking to you, Mike Todd, yeah. get in touch with us. But I saw this on Yahoo. Uh, yeah. A wedding planner recently revealed a little-known fact that some branches of Dairy Queen offer a blizzard bar for weddings. A blizzard As bar? part of their catering like services. Like a buffet type of bar? Well, Is here, that what we're talking here's about? what happens. She says the basic package includes staff coming to your wedding with ice cream, the blizzard machine, four to five of the toppings the client has pre-selected, spoons, napkins, varying oh size of cups that guests need to enjoy their ice cream. And then the guest walks up and says, hey, give me a... Reese's Pieces. Yeah, sure. Or mix the, all four flavors together, and they make it for you right on site, and you can go on the dance floor and party hardy. You know I like bourbon. You know I like a drink. I'll tell you right now, if I went to a wedding where they said, we have, it's one option. You have to pick between this hall over here for the wedding is free bar, anything you want to drink all night long, or over here we have the Blizzard Bar, <laughs> all you can eat. I'm going Blizzard Bar every time. Like, that's how much I enjoy a blizzard. I love a blizzard. I was at a wedding many years ago, and uh, you know me. I'm like the first one to leave anything. Yes. But I had to go to this wedding. It was a very, very close family friend. And about 9 o'clock, 
I was ready to go. You know, we had our rubber chicken. We saw everything. They did a little father-daughter dance. All of that. Rubber chicken? Oh. <laughs> the, rub, food. The, the, the food. The food that they okay. served us. Like, what? <laughs> I thought you were referring to the chicken dance as the rubber no, chicken. I mean, I'm, I I'm sure they did that too. Uh, we did the rubber chicken. We did all this stuff. But I started. I started like, okay, then I'm doing like my uh, time to go. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And then somebody said, you know, at eleven, they're bringing in warm Krispy Kremes for everybody. Ah, uh, now did, log- that, did that get you? Logically, I knew that I could just find a Krispy Kreme, leave the, leave the wedding, yeah, go find a Krispy Kreme and eat them. That's right. But I stayed an extra two hours for the Krispy Kreme. Just and I ate my weight <laughs> in Krispy Kremes. It was fantastic. <laughs> Let me if there was a blizzard bar, I'm telling you. That would get me to stay, and I don't want to stay anywhere. No, man. And I would actually ask them at the blizzard bar, I would be like, Hey, what if I uh I mean, don't tell anybody we're doing this. What if I just brought over some crispy bacon and you just threw that in there? You know what I mean? A little salty, a little sweet. I think that could be excellent. You probably don't want to mix it in there, but you top it. That's what, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mix something else yeah, in so there it and stays then you top crunchy. it. Yeah, you, you don't want crunch. it to get flaccid. Well, you don't want it to like turn into powder. I assume that that thing would probably just vaporize it, that little uh, blender thing they put in there. But Teddy, still. what's your go-to blizzard when you go to Dairy Queen? Mm. Oh, that would be cookie dough. Mm. Oh, cookie dough is a good one. Hey, t- have you tried the, the Wits cookie dough? I have not. No. Witzer. Because they call it a Witzer. Yeah. Whatever the hell they call it. Yeah, I have not. Delicious. They yeah. use big gobs of cookie dough. Mm-mm. It's probably 9,000 calories. Who cares? Cookie dough is excellent. I usually go Reese's Cups instead of Reese's Pieces because the cups are softer. The pieces tend to get all, they're too crunchy for me with the consistency of the ice cream. I like a little give with the Reese's Cups. You know, Reese's Cups are good. They had a special one time. and You can just ask them to make this for you. They'll do it. Reese's Cups, brownie pieces, Oh yeah, and then have them squirt peanut butter in there. That the 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 extra the squirt. peanut butter squirt. I'm telling you right now, squirt. They the Culver's does this. They have concretes is their version of all this, and Culver's is the place that like that. When I the first time I went there and said I'll just have it with like Oreos and they're like, are you sure? I'm like what do you? And they're like we can we can squirt. We we'll, we'll put all kinds of stuff in there. And I was like, what do you want to put in there? Like, well, some people like that Oreo, but with a peanut butter, just squirt of the the sauce. And I'm like, well, then give me that. And it changed <laughs> yeah, my life. That's right. Changed my life. Oh, it's so good. They have a salted caramel that they do. Oh, just, you know, I was never allowed to get a blizzard when I was a kid. Really? Ever. Here's what my mom said. Hmm. Mom, I want a blizzard. Who needs that? <laughs> well, who needs any of this? We're getting an ice cream cone. Yeah, we're at like, an I, ice cream I couldn't, place. I couldn't get anything that wasn't just a standard cone. That, to her, was blasphemous. Who needs all that stuff in your ice cream? Who doesn't need all that stuff? Right. Like, now, if you give me a smooth cone, get the hell out of here. I need chunks. Yeah. I need stuff in it. I actually had the opposite problem with my oldest, because when you know, for the longest time, when we would go to Dairy Queen, I would say, all right, get whatever you want, and she would say, I want... She loves the butterscotch dip on an ice cream cone. They still she likes, do it? Yeah, some places do. They When they have it, that's what she likes to get. And so I would always be like, I, I, I'm offering a blizzard here. Do you understand? I'm offering like the best things they you have. get as much crap in you it as, as you get as much want. as you want in there. And it's like, nope, I'll just take a plain old ice cream cone dipped into the stuff, which well, that, is, that is delicious. delicious on its own. That is delicious. I'm just saying... That's on. That might be one where someday I'm like, hey, we're just doing ice cream. You know, we're just having ice cream today. We're not going to get into all the Blizzard stuff. I'm offering Blizzard, and she would say, no, nah, I don't want that. No, thanks. So then I got two Blizzards for me. Why let it go to waste, you know?
They do blizzards with Girl Scout cookie stuff. Do they? Do they? I'm asking. They should. I want to say they do. You know, I also I if you bring your own cookies to <laughs> like any cookie Listen, that you like, I don't know if you if see you this. Bring it to them. I got a sleeve of Thin Mints here, and if you do me right, well, there'll be saying, one. There'll you, be one for you, you slip, waiting as well. Slip a five over there. It's like, hey, I know. In addition to the price, you know, this is for you. Can you please blend this yes. slice of apple pie that I brought from home <laughs> into my ice cream? I bet that's great. Black Market Blizzard. We need the good band name, and we need that. I uh, I would do that at the blender bar at the Blizzard bar. I would yes. bring all that stuff. Bring your bring the wedding cake over. Yeah, bring the cake in. Let's go. Uh, Georgia is doing something very risky. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident blocking two lanes on southbound Hillard Rome Road at Fisher Road. Things are going to be stop and go from Renner Road there. And also slow traffic on westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by Discover. If you like using debit over credit, shouldn't you also get rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cash back on everyday purchases with no fees, period. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The only thing scarier than Bones and Allergies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday. It's Tool of the Week Friday. Send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971. Text the burner phone 614-787-3093. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company. Hmm. Um, Baseball Hall of Fame election was announced. What was that, yesterday or the day before? Feels like a few days ago. A few days ago. All right. Next year, here's my prediction for you. Ready? Okay. I'm sure there's odds you can get somewhere on this. Some betting. There has to be. Yeah, I'm sure they all do. Um, Billy Wagner, who was close this year, his last year on the ballot, I want to say next year, he's getting in Okay, next year. Billy Wagner should also get in just based off of this. When he was a kid, when he started playing baseball, I forget what happened, but he broke his right arm. Mm-hmm. Billy Wagner, lefty. Okay. Yeah. Broke his right arm. He was a natural right-hander. So rehab the arm, came back, threw again, broke it. Doctor said, I'm sorry, I know you love baseball. You can't play baseball anymore because you're going to kill yourself. Your right arm cannot handle this. He said, okay, I'll teach myself how to throw left-handed. And not only did he teach himself how to throw left-handed, he taught himself how to pitch a hundred left-handed, <laughs> even though he's a natural righty and does everything else right-handed. That's a, it, it's one of those things we don't talk about enough, just like we brought up Jim Abbott before, where we don't talk about enough how this guy with one arm was able to have the career he had. and one, get it to one, major league. one hand. One hand, not yeah, one yeah, arm, two, two arms. arms. Two arms, one hand. Sorry. But that is something that we should talk about more. We should also talk about a guy who is probably going to be a Hall of Famer, but still a wildly successful pitcher who started off using another another arm completely yes. and then retaught himself. All right, so Billy Wagner, he's going to get in next year. CeCe Sabathia is on the ballot for the first time. CeCe's getting in. CeCe's got, what is it, 250 wins? 300 used to be the threshold. That's gone. You will never see a starting pitcher win 300 games again. Take it to the bank. 
Yeah, that's it's just, never going to happen. Well, it's not valued the same way. Having having a pitcher be available more times than going like eight strong and just getting all these wins, right? I mean, they don't value that the same way. If the relief pitchers can come in, handle it, and you get the job done in the eighth or ninth inning, they don't really care whether or not the starting pitcher gets the W or not. CC's body of work to me is Hall of Famer. So Billy Wagner, CC, and then this is the most obvious of the group. There's only been how many unanimous Hall of Famers has there been? Is it two? I thought it was just well for one. a long time it was none. I thought it was Mariano Rivera was the only one, right? I want to say someone else did or it. Or was it was it Jeter? Was it Jeter who was the unanimous one? No, Rivera was unanimous, but I wonder if Jeter was too. Anyway, okay, Ichiro's on the ballot for the first well, time. Okay, Ichiro, yeah, never won the World Series. Shut up. Who cares? Ichiro has over three thousand hits, and he didn't come into Major League Baseball until he was twenty-seven. Right, and he still has over three thousand hits in Major League Baseball. Yes, you and I have discussed this argument that people have had about. Well, is he better than Pete Rose? Because when you tally up what he had in Japan and then add that, that's that's a different thing. I'm not saying that. That's a I'm different saying thing. He is on everyone's ballot. He should be as a Hall of Famer. I wonder though if because of the because of that comparison, I mean, Pete Rose obviously isn't even allowed in the Hall of Fame. I don't want to have that argument right no, now. No, no, no. I know you don't. What I'm saying is, would would we? I don't even know how we'd quantify it. Would Pete Rose? be a unanimous Hall of Famer if he was allowed in? Yes, of course. Okay. Of course. I mean, I'm saying maybe there's a way that they look at each row and say, well, by voting him in and unanimously, we're kind of in a roundabout way saying if he was allowed in, you know he'd be unanimous too. Because this is maybe his so most... So that, that's the excuse not to vote for Ichiro? No, I'm saying maybe that will get... Maybe there will be enough people who say we should do that. I don't know what these crotchety old baseball writers are going to think, but maybe they feel enough times past. Either way, it shouldn't be tied. I just wonder if... Ichiro being unanimous then lets people say, and by proxy, if we were going to vote him in unanimously, you know we'd no vote the other guy in. No one disputes that Pete Rose, based on ability, is a Hall of Famer. No one has ever disputed that. Of course not. But you can't vote for him. No. So that's I, not I, a I discussion. Why? Why do you, are you baiting me? Just stop it. I just wanted it's Friday. To get it. I don't want to talk about it. No? I'm surprised. I no. thought you'd want to do three hours it's, on No, Pete it's happy Rose. fun time. Okay. We're in track suits. I don't want to talk about Pete Rose, mm-hmm. who's probably somewhere with Yum Yum and a can of Jif. Yeah. That's right. That's there. I wish I could tell you that story. I really. I was gonna say. I, I know Pete's wearing a tracksuit right now. Oh, Pete! Pete has been in tracksuit mode since about 1997. I'm guessing that is a story. I wish I could tell you. But, wish, but you can't. No, we'd get kicked off, kicked off the radio in two seconds. That's right. Uh, what did I tease? Oh, Georgia is doing something very risky. The uh, pivot or privet hedges. Okay. What they the, the hedges they have in Georgia. Hedges, right. When, when you look at it, I mean, some other SEC schools, I think, have them too, but Georgia's football field is lined with nice That's green hedges. That's what they're known for. At uh, Dooley Field at Stan- Sanford Stadium mm-hmm. will be revitalized beginning next month. The school announced this yesterday. The hedges, which cover about 5,000 square feet around the playing field, will be uprooted and replanted with the same lineage of plants that have been in place at the stadium for 95 years. The oh. Athletic Association said the project would also include full soil replacement, irrigation, and drainage work. Now, here's why I say this. Um, do you understand the pressure that the landscaping company is under? Oh, sure. I mean, if they botch the hedges... 
These yeah. things have been there since for 95 years. If that company botches the hedges in Athens, it's all over. Well, they said it's a lineage, right? Is that is that something where they say, I like I'm wondering if they haven't grafted pieces of this off and made other hedges that are well, here's what they from said. this same you know, plant, basically. They said healthy plants will be replanted with new ones while unha- unhealthy hedges will be discarded. The Athletics Association said the hedges, which typically have a lifespan of between 20 and 40 years, are about 31 years old. Oh, so they're sa- okay. So they're saying they're going to take the ones out that are fine, remove the dirt, put new dirt in, put those back. And then the ones that are like, this one's kind of gross, that one will get a new yeah, plant I, put in. I know, in. but still, right. look, I've had some landscaping done at the house. Sometimes things don't take. Yeah, right? that's right. What if, I, the, what if this understand. job doesn't take? I'm worried for this landscaping company. I'm quite sure you hire very capable landscapers. I'm also quite sure that the budget for the University of Georgia's uh, hedge fund, literally, in this case, a hedge fund, hedge fund. I'm guessing that surpasses most normal people's budget. They're, what I'm saying is they probably got a botanist that's on campus there that's like, oh, yeah, I... Uh, I discovered hedges or whatever. Like I wrote, I discovered I, hedges. You know, like I. Uh, named, my name is Jesus. I've named a few hedges in my day. Whatever. I found a new genus of plant. I don't know. Just saying, they got they got some people. Genus is a funny word. It is. It's a it's a science word. I understand. There's lots funny. of fun words in science. I know. Uh, yeah, I got genus. Else. That's what good. Else? What do you want to talk about? Uh, are you aware of Sydney Sweeney? I've been meaning to ask you about this. No, you're not aware of Sydney is Sweeney. She a, uh, Instagram. She yes, she's a hot lady. Um, she's uh, she just appeared on a show called Hot Ones, which is not what you're thinking necessarily. It's, it's the, the show, it's a chicken wing. Show. Yeah, she apparently did pretty well on it because meaning that she was eating some of these wings that were viewed as very hot, and apparently she handled her own. What I'm saying is, she seems like a type of person you might be interested in seeing an episode oh, of Hot I, Ones I, about. I, am, I I just got on her gram. Not, you were not aware of Sydney Sweeney I before this she's moment. She's 16.8 million followers. <laughs> yeah, How she's, not, she's kind of a big deal. I'm surprised she's never... Uh, is she just famous for this? Or is she an actress of I that actually, kind? I or? think she was an actress. I think she's done acting. I here's This is how old I am. I have no idea. I think she might have... Yeah, I think she's an actress is what I'm going to say. Okay. Well, yes. She's, uh, it says it's, she's fetching. an American actress best known for a role in the HBO drama series Euphoria. Didn't see it. Me either, but... Whatever. Um, I don't know how. She, I don't know when she rose to prominence. She is from Spokane, Washington. Should be illegal to be big Gonzaga this fan, hot, and be talented. Like there's a lot of the cam girls that are just famous for this, just for being attractive, just, just for being hot. Yeah, you know, and that's nice. But you're like an actress on top of that, mm-hmm. and you're good at your job. That's not fair. No. But anyway, if you, uh, it just seems like something you would be interested in is uh, oh, her I'm... episode of Hot Ones on. I'm interested in the just, shows. I just hit follow. <laughs> like I'm, I'm scrolling through my phone, right? Yeah. And I look at a little text bloop, from Joe Tardy, mm-hmm. the resident fact checker who listens to every single show. Yes. And it just pops up because he's listening on the stream, so it's a little bit delayed. It just he just says she's an actress and she's hot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She is. Oh man, look, she's all in denim. Oh. <laughs> she's. Got the Jay Leno going for you? Is that? Hey, yeah, how's just, it going? I'm gonna fix your car. Hey, how's it going? I lit my face on fire. <laughs> I was just gonna say you gotta do something about burning your face off. I don't have ones. Burn my face off. <laughs> you know, I heard him the other day because he was talking to a motorcycle guy. Because if Jay Leno, he likes cars. He loves motorcycles. And apparently, you know what he does not like at all. Mm. 
Remember all those shows where it was like West Coast Customs, Orange County Customs yeah, were taking yeah. the car, or the taking the motorcycles, were making them like 18 feet long with spray in the little tank. He hates those things. He said he got one of them because they, you know, they had a, an auction, right, where they they made one, a custom one. He he won that. They made one for him. He said he drove it like two blocks and said this is terrible. And they even told him they're like this is not going to ride well. We make these things to be shown off in displays at you know big car shows and motorcycle well, that's shows. not going to do it for him because no. he, he cares about the drive absolutely right so he said yeah those have he said i don't i'm glad we're going away from that craze because he apparently hates them. i don't know enough about motorcycles to know if that's right but i've seen people driving those type of things riding those types of motorcycles and i've always thought they look uncomfortable he says apparently the ones that are made for the tv shows they are not very good at all i had no idea well, even the harleys where you're you're holding your arms up really high and doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't look like you can get a lot of control. What I'm saying is, like, when I'm in my bed, I'm never in that position where I'm, like, arms extended and knees out, right? I, I am okay. all the time. What I'm saying is, what I definitely... But if I was, I would feel okay being in that position in my bedroom, laying on my bed. I would not feel good in that position at 70 miles an hour. Because... <laughs> All everything's exp- everything's open to the wind and whatever else is flying at you. Just imagine one of those frozen iguanas falls off a tree right yeah. as you go under it, right to the giblets. No thanks. You ever been on a motorcycle? I've been on an ATV. No, not, it's not, the not same a motorcycle. I know it's line. not. <laughs> no, Ted, you've been on a motorcycle. No, I've been on like a quad, like a four a four wheel quad. But yes, not a two wheel motorcycle. I've been on a dirt bike, but not a like, well, street motorcycle. That's more like a motorcycle than what I was. Man, on. We're not men. Nobody on this show who's a man. You've never been on a motorcycle. I'll I'll live and die. I'm not going on it. I uh, I did flip the quad that I was on. Yeah, right. I was in high school. No, we were in high school with my youth group, and I had my girlfriend from high school. She was on the back, and I told the people, "I'm like, I don't know how to work one of these." They're like, "It's all right. Just lean forward. We're going to go up a hill. We are going up a a creek bed. We go into the creek bed. We're driving around in the water." To come out of this, it's almost like a straight up the bank kind of thing. You have to get up over this thing. We're trying to lean forward, but uh, didn't apparently do that well enough. Got to the top of the thing, and this, this bike just bogged down, and it landed straight up. Oh, is this a story you told me about how you murdered your ex-girlfriend? No, no. And then she fell off, I fell off, and then we rolled out of the way, and then the bike fell over, the, the quad fell over. Fortunately, it wasn't damaged. We weren't hurt, but like could have died. And everybody there just laughed and said, get back on it. Keep on going. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I told you, I don't know what I'm doing. Why did you put right. me on this thing? Uh, I used to think a guy was good and now he's a bum. And you probably thought he was good too, but he's a bum. How about that for a tease? Okay. What did I just say? I don't know. But we'll find out together coming up next. Colin Mann and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident blocking two lanes on southbound Hillard Rome Road at Fisher Road. Traffic's being forced to turn left or right at the intersection, so you might want to find an alternate route there. We also have an accident on both sides of westbound 270 on the south outer belt after 23. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new cravings value menu is a big deal, or rather, it's 10 big deals. From new items like the loaded nachos to familiar favorites like the spicy potato soft taco. Check it out at a participating Taco Bell today. Available for a limited time only. While supplies last, I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. 
It is Tool of the Week Friday. You can text us. I don't know why I did that first, but I'm going to. 614-787-3093. You can tweet us at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I saw this. Maybe you've read the stories about this dude in Alabama who was executed with nitrogen gas. I heard that they were trying to, or they were going to well, they attempt did it. this. Okay. They, they did it. And there was some you know reports that it took like 20 minutes. And I'm not here to argue yeah. capital punishment. That's not what I'm here for. I just like this headline. Nitrogen gas execution was, quote, textbook and will be used again, Alabama Attorney General says. Is there, in fact, a textbook <laughs> for this? What? Can yeah. I check it out at the library? I'm just curious. I like how we're all, how should we do this? Electric chair, that was bad. Right. Uh, needles in the arm, poison, lethal injection, that's bad. Uh, like poison gas? What was that, like the chamber? Yeah, there was a gas chamber. Gas chamber, that, right. that was bad. We can't do that. And now they have this nitrogen gas, and they're trying to figure out if that's good or not. Look, again, I'm not arguing for or against this, but if we're really looking for a surefire way to just get rid of someone very quickly, wouldn't you just strap them to a chair, a little gun nozzle comes out of a hole in the back of the chair, and just shoots him in the head? The end. Yeah. I, we're done. I, I Like, I'm... I mean, again, I don't understand. I don't know what I don't know what happens when I don't know what the the science is of when you shoot someone in the head. I thought that was like instant death, pain, all like painless. Like, well, it, first of all, they have these bullets where upon impact they explode, so it's right. not even a regular bullet. You can you can put like the most deadly, lethal bullet in the world. You strap them down, head can't move, little nozzle comes out of a hole in the wall. That's the end of that. You know, it's almost like the janitor's got a tough job. Well, what I'm saying, that's where I was just going to go is I feel like a lot of these politicians are like, yeah, I'm all for this. And then it's like, oh, do I want to be the one that says pull the trigger? Like, I mean, I know they sign the warrant that says or they sign the order that says it's we're executing right, this person. But watching but a guy foam with the mouth for 20 minutes is well, better. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. I'm saying this is all to me, not great. But yeah, if you're going to explore how to do this humanely and. I, again, you can make those arguments. Is I there just, such thing as humanely? I don't know what when I, you're killing someone. Well, that's that's it. it. Now you can argue they lost their right to humane because they killed someone. That's I understand that completely. But I like how all of a sudden we're very concerned about the inmate. Well, we sh- yeah, I shoot them in the head. Let's be done with well, it. That's what I'm saying. If you're not concerned enough to not execute them, then right. you're like, oh yeah, there's, but there's only two levels con- <laughs> levels of concern. Hey, I don't want him to die. Which I understand. I pi- yeah. And I want him to die. Let's just get it over with quickly. I picture there are people in the world, I'm guessing, who are like, hey, totally okay that we're killing this guy. Don't you dare skimp on his last meal. <laughs> it's like, what? Right. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, let him have a last meal, all that. I'm saying you're killing him after this, right? So they're like, no, we got to make sure we get the real steak from the real place. Not just, don't cook it in our place. Go get it from wherever he says. Fine. That's nice. At the end of the day, you're about to kill this man, right? I think yeah. we could all agree on that. Well, I didn't think we'd talk about capital punishment on the show today, but we did, Teddy. Maybe mm. you can do a little extra weekend show. Just splice that in. By the way, I mean, you did all your weekend show stuff. <laughs> yeah, already, let's add that since, in. Since we're on death, I just saw this story. And you want to know where I saw it from? Mm. Yolanda Harris tweeted it. Uh, Brooklyn tenant charged after severed head body parts of alleged drug dealer found in apartment freezer. 
That's a headline I'm just going to get me to read the story. A Brooklyn woman living in the Flatbush apartment where cops found a severed head and body parts stashed in the freezer has been charged with concealment of a corpse. As cops ruled the case a homicide, Heather Stein's 45 arrested around 3 p.m. Wednesday uh, for this crime. Oh, the lady did it. Yeah, cops previously said Stein claimed her husband killed uh, Kaushin Gelzer, 39, in September. But apparently the husband, who is currently in jail on an identity fraud case, has not been tied to the body. They did tie this woman to the body. Again, I want to point out, it was in her freezer. It was in their freezer, it sounds like. How... Yes. How did it take from September till now to say, you know what? Maybe she didn't know what it was. She might have been the person. Maybe the husband said, hey, honey, I bought a quarter cow. You know, you get, sometimes you go in with people on a cow and that goes into a big freezer. uh, Yeah. Also, this this article is quoting people who were neighbors of this couple. Uh, They they said everybody in the building knew it. Everybody (laughs) knew he went in there and never came back out. We all talked about it. How did it take this long to crack this know. case? But I, I'm actually glad to hear that because most of the Dateline shows, oh, he lived such, he was such a nice guy. No. He talked to me and I'm just, I'm so surprised he killed 92 people. These people said, yes, we knew it. They've been killing people in there. We've been calling you. Where well, you been? They also said, other tenants said that Steins would occasionally allow the missing drug dealer, this guy that ended up chopped up in a freezer, They'd allow him to sleep in the apartment in the past, but in recent months, they wouldn't let visitors near their fridge. The uh, neighbor said she would never let anyone in the kitchen. Never. She let me in her apartment, but never in the kitchen. She never let the soup in the kitchen either. Only the bathroom. Like, so again, how did it take this long for the police to be like, you know what? I think we should talk to this lady. Should figure out what's going on there. All right. A couple things for you. Uh, Debo Samuel has been cleared to play for the 49ers this weekend. So that's big for them. Oh, yeah, that is huge. Uh, and thirty th- less important, but equally interesting, 33-year-old Yasiel Puig oh. was involved in one hell of a baseball brawl. If you didn't see this. In the Venezuelan League. Go look it up. Perhaps the most violent baseball brawl I've ever seen. You can just YouTube it. It'll come up. Now, to be clear, we're saying most violent in the sense of, I mean, everyone's swinging and it's like 50 people. It is not like someone has whipped out like a sword and is just taking people's heads well, off. Like we're I mean, not, they may have. We're not there. It we wasn't that. No, that one's, no one's been stabbed or shot or anything like that. Again, we, say we can't confirm most, that. We say most violent you've ever seen. It is extremely violent. It is violent in the way that like a WWE brawl well, okay. is violent. Can you think of another baseball no. baseball brawl that had knife play? I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that there was knife play here. I'm saying there's. I, it has to be at least 50 people throwing in this thing. It is crazy. Yasiel Puig. Last played for Cleveland in 2019. Um, he's 33. I think like the first couple of years of his career, the smart money was him on was on him being just a legendary guy, Hall oh, of Famer, yeah. legendary guy, made of granite, could do everything, hit, run, throw, everything. And he's 33, hasn't played Major League Baseball for four years, and now he's in brawls in Venezuelan baseball. Yeah, My, it's definitely not. I think the career path most of us saw for him wasn't he? Didn't he have to like sneak into the U.S. to even be able to get his opportunity? He yes, was because he's Cuban. Long rumored to be like the next great thing. Everybody Absolutely. wanted him, but they couldn't get him here unless he found his own way in, and then they did. And then everything since then has been gravy, at least until he got out of the league. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grand View Browns Backers. 
There's an accident blocking the right lane on eastbound 270 on the north outer belt between 23 north side and 71 at about a five minute slowdown if you're on northbound 71 on the north side between 670 and 11th Avenue. This report is sponsored by COSI, Center of Science and Industry. Transport yourself back in time and explore the fascinating story of the Titanic's maiden voyage. Coming to COSI March 9th, Don't Miss Titanic, the artifact exhibition featuring over 350 authentic artifacts recovered from the ocean floor. Tickets on sale now. Book your voyage at COSI.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week. Sponsored by Metal Supermarkets. Visit MetalSupermarkets.com slash Columbus for all your metal needs. The best tool, according to us, gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. Let's do some from the burner bone. Let's do it. My chimney check was... Some early onions. My tool of the week is my coworker who won't shut up about her divorce. Don't care who gets to keep the cheap ass futon. <laughs> GTH. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess at least in that divorce, at least the futon's the only thing we're fighting about. I, you know, that now might my, be a good my thing. tool of the week is the what's his name who does the hourly Sports Center update. That's Ryan Baker today. Who keeps, what happened? who keeps calling the Buckeye women's basketball team the Lady Buckeyes. This is not the South. We don't put Lady next to the name of our women's teams. They're the Buckeyes, not the Lady Buckeyes. Go to jail. Oh, all right. Fair Take point. It, Ryan. Fair point. It, I do know that like that is a thing, though, where a lot of teams do not like that to be applied. And then there are places you go like Tennessee where they're like, Lady Vols! And it's like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, Sorry, I didn't call them the Lady Vols. Like, I'm just... Let me know what the rule is first. But yes, apparently in Tennessee, you're supposed to say Lady Vols. Otherwise, it's a big deal. Uh, Glenn says, my tool of the week is Jim Harbaugh. As a Michigan fan, I'm happy to see this crazy man gone. But the lying POS said a couple of years back he was done looking for an NFL job. Oh, of course. Well, yeah, until one was we know he's lying. offered to he him. He lies. Yes, we got it. He also cheats. We know that. Uh, Jeff Rimmer's middle half says, my guys. <laughs> tool of the week is Vince McMahon. End of discussion. Well, GTA. Fair enough. Yes. If you missed that part of the show earlier, good. Yeah. Um, I am the tool of the week for being happy Common Man is getting divorced because then we don't have to worry about him quitting because of the child support and alimony payments. Oh, right, because you would need to keep making those, so that's you'd right. have to... That's right, you'd stay there. I, uh, I, do, I do want to point out, because people are asking me how that situation resolved itself. Mm-hmm. We actually did... We're, we're not getting divorced. That was all a bit for the show. Oh, good. Okay. You, Glad to know. Yes. I love my wife very much. If anyone's going to divorce anyone or murder anyone, she will murder me for that's a variety right. of things that she's justified in killing me for. Mm-hmm. And as she does it, her legs will be very, very smooth. Well, they, they won't, because she did get her money back. Oh, did she really? And I, I did not demand that she did, but she, when she thought about it, she said, I don't know why I did that. So she, oh, there you she go. She did get her money back. Wow. So Look at that. So you're, so you did lose, you didn't lose six and disgusting. <laughs> but we got six grand. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Dave Thomas apparently tweeted us from the grave. I don't know. Said, my full term ghost babies. Hated it. My tool of the week is the guy who came into the stall next to me at work with a full cup of water, sits it on the ground, Somehow, in the midst of in the midst of emptying his bowels, spills the cup all over my shoes and pants in the next stall. <laughs> Who brings a drink to take no, a poo? No kidding. That's a great question. Ew. Was there like a sorry something coming oh, from? I don't, he doesn't oh, say. Sorry but, about uh, that. Oh, gosh, that's awful. 
Sorry about that, Dave. Uh, Duke says, my dad's in charge. Yes. yes. Chubby time. My tool of the week, again, is myself for behaving in a way so childishly that my lovely girlfriend coined the term childlike authoritative male. Author- authoritative male. Childlike authoritative male. That's right. I am somehow both a dick and a clam, is what he says. All right. All right let you live. He also has hashtag dick clam. <laughs> so let him live. All right. Hubert says, my guys. Annie Hockhausen. My tool of the week is me for listening hungry. Not in hungry, hungry. Once a week, man or bone tells me what to have for dinner. Last night it was air fried breaded chicken thigh sandwiches. And? He doesn't say, but I'm sure it was delicious. All right. Said, I need to drop a few LBs. Could you guys talk about salads and ice no. water like no. once a week? We're here for ratings. Then he says, Ted, you're perfect. Never change. So, Ted, he loves you. Well, Hates that's us. a lie. Clearly, yeah. he's an idiot. Uh, Corey says, my fine tracksuit wearing fellows. Look at my boobies, Jack. My tool of the week is the guy who broke into my truck on Monday at 2.30 while I was at work. I clocked out to leave at 2.32. If I was five minutes quicker, I would have left and not gotten broken into. Gotta love the West Side. Hashtag GTH. Yeah, but if you were a few minutes earlier, maybe you're dead. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he kills you. Or maybe he just broke into your truck and... Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm just saying. You're right. You never know. If you were there, had... maybe he killed. So look at it glass half full. What if it was Rambo who broke into your truck? You could have like slit your throat and exactly. impaled you on a giant flaming bow and arrow or something. Like it could have been awful. What if it was Rimmer? Right. He would have spoon fed you rice pudding until you slowly passed away. Hello? Uh, Greta Van Poundstone says, my chip dippers. Ah! Ah! My tools of the week are elevator b-holes. People who barge into an elevator as soon as the door opens without letting existing passengers off first. And people who insist on squeezing their fat ass onto an already full elevator. Hashtag jail. You gotta, I, wait, you gotta wait for the next one. I totally agree. The people who, it's like, we're all standing. There's 10 of us on the elevator trying to get out. And one person's like, I'm going to get on. And you're like. If we don't get off, you can't get in here. So why don't you let everybody out first? That's so stupid. I never understand why people do that. Paul says, my velvety men. That's completely wrong. <laughs> my tool of the week is Disney+. Plus. Man has me addicted to catch a smuggler, but they don't put the international versions on Disney+. Plus. I need the Spanish busting those uh, busting those flights out of Bogota. Uh, here, here's my tip for you. Um, search Disney+, Plus, not under to catch a smuggler, but airport... Security. Oh. Search airport security and maybe some of those. Maybe they've take, taken them off. I have no idea. But do that search. Maybe you'll get them. Paul also said, if man says I'm wrong and they are on Disney Plus, then I'm the tool. No. So he's already preemptively got himself there just in case. Okay. That's good. Uh, Beer man says, my friendly defecators. Go to hell. My tool of the week is whomever the third person was where Vince allegedly <laughs> went number two. And then that guy kept going. Gross. Oh, that was, uh, well, allegedly, I mean, we, we, we according, talked, to the, according to the text messages. I didn't hear you say that part earlier. That's, that's, uh, that's so him one and of the Odell other. Beckham Jr. got together. That's and one of the other text messages. Stanley that, Steamer came to clean the, clean the yeah, rugs. Vince McMahon and WWE former, what was John Laurinaitis' title there? The allegation is that they were both uh, engaged with a third party there and uh yeah you got the rest from that tweet i think that's all good okay. uh chip dip says my lords of lard <laughs> my positive tool of the week is the hound dogs employee who risked getting run over to get the aforementioned plates i don't know what we're talking about the aforementioned plates uh hound dogs like the pizza place yeah 
Uh, that lady's a hero and deserves employee slash citizen of the year, GTH. Was there another tweet I missed? I'm sure there was. I'm sorry if we missed it. I don't have it here. Yep. Yep. Whoever. Sorry. Uh, tasting T-Bone's thighs. <laughs> Doesn't say thighs. It says another word, but I can't read that okay. on the air. My, my B or B holes. Oh, yeah! My sexist tools of the week are all the knuckle-draggers who not only thought there can't be enough bad male actors to allow Gosling to win, but also to assume there can't be enough great actresses to win over Margot's amazing performance. Hashtag T-Bone has sexist, had a sexist view. Or T-Bone saw the movie and you didn't. But whatever. Either it. way. No, he's he's stupid. Take, uh, all right. take it. Uh, unknown stuntman said, my chocolate starfish. I'm a man. I'm 40. My tool of the week is whoever put together the podcast of the show and includes the traffic report segments during the breaks. Looking at you, Panama Ted, why the hell do I need to know about a traffic delay when I'm not listening live? There's a reason that's why. Not Ted's, that's not Ted's I, call. I know. Ted doesn't want to do it. Here's the thing. I don't... <laughs> what, is the, what is the reason? I don't remember. There, there, was, there was a reason, though, because we, we, we asked about asked, it. And then we got an explanation. It was like, oh, yeah, I guess Teddy, that, what was the reason? Do you remember why we can't take traffic out of the podcast? Well, I think there's a couple of reasons. One is because some people stream that, you know, like maybe they're at work and so they're getting ready oh, to that's, get in their that's car. Oh, right. yeah, that's right. That's the, the same. It's the same if thing we, that controls the stream, controls the yes, podcast. Yes, if we, if we take traffic out of the podcast, we have to take traffic off of the live stream. And then people who are streaming would be not hearing it and they might need that because that they're at correct. work. So, yeah. Right. Or streaming in their car or wherever else. That's so, it. That's there it. you go. Uh, yeah. That's it? That's it. We I'll got a winner. Come on. Got all the ones I know of, anyway. Uh, who, uh, where was I? Oh, you know what? I'm going to say the elevator one. Greta Van Poundstone. There you go. Greta Van Poundstone gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. The Walrus, your downtown home for sports with 24 mega TVs. You take that, Ugh. stupid B word. Um, We are going to do that next Thursday. So... Would you rather is going to take a little hiatus? Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. We're going to test this new segment out, and it's it's going to be called "Rate That Hole." Rate that hole. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I will tell you that the first hole that we're going to rate is Alyssa Milano. No. <laughs> No. Yes, that's true. I have a story here about Alyssa oh, Milano. Okay, I see. A lot of people are very upset with her about I something. See. Okay. And uh, some people are coming to her defense. Some people are calling her a hole. Mm. So we'll rate Alyssa Milano and what type of hole she is. Okay. Coming there you up go. next Thursday. Got it. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. <laughs> Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns Backers. There's an accident blocking the right lane on eastbound 270 on the north outer belt between 23 north side and 71, and an accident blocking the left lane on westbound 270 south outer belt after 23 south side. And you'll find stop and go traffic on eastbound 70 on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. This report is sponsored by Mothers Against Drunk Driving. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD called the 24-Hour Victim Helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit mad.org. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, wearing his Hungarian tracksuit, Timmy Hall. Oh, my guys. 
Look at that suit. If you'd like to see footage of me and Timmy in our dueling track suits, well, you can go on the fans' social accounts, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I also retweeted it, retweeted it on uh, my Twitter account. I'll also be taking a photo of this fine hat. He gave me an early birthday present today. That was very nice of him. I had to give it to you early because you had to wear it with this outfit. This hat is a official new era snapback. So it's it's real. It's not hot off the street. No, they just they just started doing this. The Seinfeld collection. The Seinfeld collection. So it's got a nice little embroidered Seinfeld patch on the side and on the front. Anthony Rothman, by the way, guessed what this hat was. Maybe he's actually seen these on the internet, but I he swears he didn't. I told him, you know, it's a Seinfeld hat. What do you think it says on the front? He says, well, it could be the ass man New York license plate. <laughs> that's and that's exactly what it is. It's you the ass are, man. You are the ass man. I guess I could There's be. There's no one who likes ass more than you. <laughs> and you are an ass. You're both those things. In so many ways. I know. It's a, it's a wonderful <laughs> hat. It's a comfortable hat. The fact that New Era is slinging these around is hilarious to me. So thank you very much. Very nice gift. I would like to point out, you know, I got my all white or cream or almond, whatever color we're assigning my tracksuit. What did the label say? I don't I think it was Alpine White. Alpine White. Yeah. yeah. It's Puma. And better and, than Al Snow White, I will say. That's right. Yeah. No um, one got that. And his, that Hunger Games? his mannequin no. head. No. no, he's a pro wrestler who's oh, no. carry a mannequin okay. head to the thing. Don't worry about it. Okay. Stupid. That's what Vince McMahon said every time he walked in the boardroom. <laughs> what does everybody want? <laughs> what does everybody need? No, no. He, I'm sure he did. Anyway, I went to UKSoccerShop.com. Uh-huh. They pay me nothing to tell you. I did some damage today. Whoa. So some more nonsense is coming. Now, I, mean, I this, got a lot of crap this, in the closet already. I was asking, is this nonsense for you, or are you buying this for Tim? No, 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 for me. Okay, okay. I I'm didn't not know buying were, Timmy I didn't know if outfits you were like, now. Now you were just dressing Tim. No, I didn't know if this no. was going to be a thing where... We're supposed to be getting you some sweatpants. No, no, no. Don't no, worry about that. I'll, I'll, find, I'll find my own. I, I was upstairs. I'll I think find we my should way. have everybody wearing track suits on Friday. If you want to do the whole suit, you can just do a track jacket. But I was talking to Angela Pace upstairs. Yes. Long time, 10 TV guru she's the best she is the best and she said she's going to get involved in this that's great she's going to put a track suit what a development she also told me and i believe her that if she had a couple drinks in her she'd be taking me home oh wow she liked my track suit sure wow that's great and i that's a i'd let her oh yeah i would too who jen winter says that she has ordered a sequined track suit all right should be here for next Ooh, week so she's going to get involved in this Ooh. program director fish says he's going to get it's a it's, track the, suit. it's the new wave i think everybody in columbus needs to, i want to go into the mire sorry Bodie myers i need to go in <laughs> on a friday and see 50 percent of the customers wearing their favorite track i suit. think we should come on maddie ice says he already has some track suits yeah, and, and, and he so he's gonna wear his them. next week why not is the question because we have not given him permission to act like an idiot but now we have i give everybody that listens to the fan permission to act like this idiots with us whatever you're doing in your job on a friday track suit well think about that if you walk in let's say you're a, a i don't know a magistrate judge and you Sounds walk great. in you walk into court and all of a sudden you see the bailiff over there and he's also in a tracksuit with the little badge on you're like hey must be listening to common man and t-bone and there i go. and i say 
when we start doing this, all all you guys, when we start doing this, we create like a like a secret point, like the Pistons of the eighties. If you see somebody Lambeer, out in the wild, you know, make a, a shot. You give them a little point. You could go left hand or right hand, but it's like I a know full what you're doing. Arm extension. Do we a do look a, and a point? Do we want to throw in a snap like a and then a point like or maybe, snap into the point because they're fans of the show. We give them a little with the point. I do like that. Maybe no snap, but the sound effect. I'll tell you, nothing would make me happier to walk into like my local Chase Bank branch (laughs) on a Friday and see the teller just wearing a full tracksuit. Nothing would make me happier. Absolutely. And I also think if you if you can, if you have chest hair, you need to have like the the undershirt that allows you to see it, and then unzip and have the chain so that we get tracksuit. You need a little bit of body hair and then a little bit of chain showing. Well, you can news, go. You all, can go. All no the women, undershirt. All the women in my family have lots of. Well, that's chest what hair. I said. Right. If you have it, then you need to show it. Yeah. All right, Timmy. What's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Coming up tonight, I'm going to talk a little bit about resetting the coaches in Big Ten football. Now with Jim Harbaugh being out, we will do a little uh, Friday on the trail segment because Ryan Day is on the road doing some recruiting today. We'll tell you what's up there, and at least my Power Five, Tyvis Powell's, will be a mystery. Mine will have to do with food, and it'll be a, a, a good a good topic that you can revisit. Your favorite restaurants that you cannot get in Columbus. Oh, I like that. You know which one I'm going with. Mm. Whataburger. 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 You know it. Maybe Whataburger never, is on my never list. Never had it. Oh, you got it. Never mm. had it. Someday. I knew you liked Whataburger. Someday. Just when you go to Florida. Any, yeah, the anytime place. we go south and we yeah. find them, love it. All right, Buckeye Show coming up next. Back page, hit it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, I uh, saw this little tidbit. I was talking about watching South Carolina and LSU last night, the women's basketball game. Also, shout out to the OSU women's basketball team coming back and getting a win at Illinois. Had a little bit of a sleepy second quarter, but the second half was much better. They turned it on. They were very good. Got the win on the road. After that game, I watched South Carolina LSU, and so did apparently quite a few other people because that game was the highest-rated sports thing on TV last night. It outdrew not one but two NBA games, which were the two TNT games. Celtics Heat and Kings Warriors each had an average viewership of 1.3 million viewers. Wow. The South Carolina LSU game got 1.5 million viewers, so let them live. And what did the Ohio State-Iowa game just do on Sunday? Peaked that, at almost 4 million yeah, viewers. Yeah, peaked at almost 4 million, right. Now, of course, being on a weekend, that helps. But, yeah, very good time there for uh, that particular sport. Women's basketball last week has had a couple of really good games. Uh, Buckeye shows up next. Two hours? Two hours on a Friday night. And then what's on after that? Oh, you'll see. I will see. I think the actual name of the show is crappy ESPN radio programming. Are you sure? That's what they've named it. Okay. Yes. That's right. <laughs> Senior crappy. It's called We it's Forgot the, We Had a Radio Program. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. You're right. Can we just we show them whatever to, whatever we forgot to make a lineup? The yeah. guy who cleans the toilets in Bristol. <laughs> we we gave him a show. Sure. Used to, used to run. We used to walk tall around here. Dan Patrick. <laughs> we'll see you Monday. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns Backers. 
There's still an accident blocking the right lane of eastbound 270 on the north outer belt between 23 north side and 71. About a 10-minute slowdown there. Traffic's going to be stop and go from 315. And watch out for an accident on the off-ramp, the westbound 670 off-ramp to Dublin Road. And traffic slow downtown on eastbound 70 between the 71 West Split and Front Street. This report is sponsored by Direct Auto. Safe Auto Insurance is now Direct Auto Insurance. New name, same low down payments. Go to directauto.com for a free quote. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good evening. I'm Buddy Wells. Last night, the NBA All-Star starters were announced in the East. It'll be Tyrese Halliburton, Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. In the West, it's Luka Doncic, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Nikola Jokic. In doing so, LeBron became the first player in league history to make 20 All-Star teams. Tonight, the Cavaliers play a second straight game against the Bucks in Milwaukee. The Bucks won on Wednesday night over Cleveland, 126-116. Tip-off tonight is at 8. A change is coming to the Big Ten for men's and women's basketball. We know that Oregon, Washington, UCLA, and Southern Cal are joining the conference this summer. The conference is expected to stay at 20 league games next season, but the league will reportedly move to a 15-team conference tournament starting next March. And the OSU men and women both play on the road this weekend. Tomorrow night, the men are at Northwestern at 8.30. And on Sunday, the women are at Purdue at 2. Breaking sports news when it happens on the fan, Ohio sports destination.